Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey guys, welcome to The Last Word. <laughs> I got Travis, Lord Cognito, Andy Bontis. Here we're going to talk about Destiny 2. A year ago, you may remember that we did an episode called Little... New Year for New Lights, I believe is what we called it. Uh, it was an episode where we talked about uh, the uh, new player experience in Destiny, and we brought two folks on to talk about their early experience with the game. Uh, they talked about their growing pains. They talked about the stuff they liked, the stuff they didn't like. And here we are one year later, almost exactly a year later. Very it's close. a little over, um, very close to a year later. And we're going to do a check-in with our new lights, our not-so-new lights, I guess, now, to kind of see where they ended up, uh, how deep they went with it and all that stuff. And I think the interesting part of tonight uh, is last year when we did this, we introduced these two as both almost entirely new to Destiny, and they very clearly had different approaches to the game. One was looking for a really casual uh, game to play with the buds, and the other one was looking to get in there and spreadsheet the heck out of it and and power game. And those two paths led on very different uh, journeys. One, I believe, fell off very quickly, and the other one went deep, deep down the rabbit hole until eventually burning themselves out, which I call the two final destinations of Destiny, really, if you think about it. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, here we've got uh, Mr. DJ Funk, Dr. DJ Funk. Sorry, I can't call him Mr. Uh, he has a PhD in funking. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and also Brandon V. Strassener, uh, attorney at law over here, uh, back at the fire t- fireside chat here on The Last Word. How did I do with my intro? Pretty good? 10 out of 10? Would intro again? Right. You, you did all right, man. You did all right. <laughs> <laughs> the first one got cut, by the way. So when this thing goes no, actually to places, no, this will no, definitely get cut. No. Oh, no. Just keep it in. How unfortunate. Keep it in. I'll keep the initial talk. It's just there's going to be a little um wow. time jump. All right. Anyway, um, so Paul, why don't you <laughs> welcome to the show? See, I'm just going to make it hard for him to cut. If I keep referencing it, he'll have to include it. Right. Maybe the algo um, will pick it up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we don't know. Maybe that's good for SEO. We don't know. Um, <laughs> Ibantis, how was your? How long has it been since we last met? Did we? Did we meet last week? Oh, I wasn't here. How was your week then? Uh, week's been interesting. Um, played a lot of Power World. Um, nice. trying. To I did not really got into that. Cool. I got like sixty hours. Um, at this point, 
level 40. I didn't change the experience up until recently. I was trying to give it kind of natural experience and see how that would go. So I think I'm like 42. So getting towards kind of the top end Man, of things. A lot. Yeah, I've uh, like I've enjoyed it. I mean, had uh, did a tips video that kind of went off. A couple of the videos did well. So I was trying to see. And then February is just we were just talking about this in chat. February is going to be crazy. So didn't get early access to Suicide Squad, but I do think I'm going to be getting a code soon. So I should be able to play that one. Um, but also potentially have access to play something else. And then February is just stacked full of stuff. You've got a stress test for Nightingale tomorrow. Nightingale oh. actually comes out on the 22nd. Pacific Drive comes out on the 22nd. I did a preview for that a little while ago. The, thaumer the Thaumaturgy, if I said that right. Thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy, I think. Thaumaturgy, yeah. sorry. Mm -hmm. That's on the 20th. Not sure if I'm going to try and cover that. Skull and Bones is on the 16th. I think there's an open beta on the 8th. Um, so everybody can try that if you want to. Banisher's Ghost of Dweedon comes out on the 13th. Helldivers 2. I know somebody in my Discord's dying to play that one. February is like stupidly stacked and you look at the calendar for the rest of the year and I'm going even April or May would be fine. Something got announced for April. Oh, Stellar Blade was that yesterday, I think. Uh, and I was yeah, like, okay, you, got a little, you picked a date with a little space. You didn't shove it into February. So it's just right now, February seems a little crazy, um, but a lot of stuff February's looks crazy fun. every year now. It's been that for yeah. like four or five years, two yeah. years now. It's been where everybody wants to shove their game at the beginning of the year. I don't know why. And if people wonder, oh, I wonder why this one didn't sell. 20 other games came out at the same time. Um, so just trying to actually like setting up calendars and things, trying to keep all my stuff straight of everything going on. So it's been a little bit of chaos. And then Pal World is ridiculous. Um, mm. Sales numbers are astronomical. Crazy. I mean, you're seeing 19 million, 12 million on Steam because it's really sad. Pal World has been having a lot of fun. I have no idea when it comes to legal implications of anything going on with that game, and I'm not going to get into it because we won't know until other people dive into it. That's one thing. But they stopped posting the sales numbers because the like community manager who was posting on Twitter was getting harassed and attacked. So they stopped posting until they really because they stopped at like eight. They were going like one million, two million, yeah. three million, four million, and then at eight they stopped. And then mm -hmm. recently did like the twelve and the Xbox number together. But there was a point where like twenty think, million. Yeah, is I think where they're at. Yeah. Probably now. Wow. Last time, like five minutes ago, it was 19 million. So I mean, are it's you serious? Yeah, no, I, it's like it's to the point where I just got to refresh. <laughs> like, no, I can't it, it, earlier with today, the updated yeah, data. Seven million on, 7 Steam, million 7 million on Xbox. Million Xbox. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So it's wow. I mean, and it's I mean, Travis had probably or no, Tassie actually had a really good quote. Somebody's there was some article last week saying, "Oh, here's this thing you're getting baited into." It's like. No, it's just a game for $27 or 30 depending on when you find it. I think it had like a deal early on. Or And it's like, yeah, or Game Pass. And yep. it's like, and there's no microtransactions. And it's just fun. And people are enjoying a survival game combined with a genre that people didn't expect. And it's just, there's a lot more depth than you expect to it. And I just had fun. And I've just been kind of goofing around and having fun. And so does fun. 20 other million people, apparently. So exactly. it's, it's extremely popular. It's great and in multiplayer. It's so addictive, really yeah. hard to put down in multiplayer. So it's like that's been fun, and then I think now February is going to switch me over to half of the other stuff I just talked about. So uh, I did play a little Destiny on Tuesday. Didn't last Ooh. long, but we'll talk about mm -hmm. that a little later if you want to. Mm -hmm. um, Dog, what have you been up to? Yeah, man, it's been a oh crazy sorry. One weekend. more thing, uh, I'm wearing a go hat. Niners, baby. Go Niners, <laughs> bang, uh, bang. go Niners, baby. Faithful in the building, bang, Niner gang. Um, Brandon, fix your face. <laughs> fix your face. Act like you with us. <laughs> <laughs> he's no, part of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders we uh, uh Cognito, Travis, oh. 
That's Cog- my brother. He's still Bay Area. Cognito Travis and I have this little like group DM, and I will tell you, it was a rough oh, go during the first the half. emotions in that DM that at the beginning, we were like, that was rough. My bro, wife gave me a hard spooky. time. My wife was like, "You're like Eeyore at the start of the game. Like, what is wrong with you?" She gave me, and then in this, and then I told her going into halftime is like, if they come out and score one more time, I feel like that might be too much. And blow, yeah. Thank goodness, you know, that didn't Bro. happen in just absolute chaos. So, yeah, it's absolute that was a lot magic. of emotions. And then now we yeah. have a rematch four years later, which all I can say is I hope it's our time. Anyway. I hope it's our time, too. Talk, yeah, talk. no, bro. First of all, love the, that DM with both all three of us. <laughs> and to see us go from the, the, the complete edge of acceptance of what could happen. I think Travis was like ma- almost falling off the cliff at one point. He was the closest the, to jumping. To see the magic. But we all felt it. Like with Travis yeah. said, we all felt it. We, we, we just like, look, we just got to accept. Yep. This is what is going to happen, right? And then when you see that that little, I, t- I was like, I believe a little flash of hope. There it is. Or whatever word I said. <laughs> and then it starts to turn around. It was like, that catch. Like it. it was I used yeah. catch. And it was crazy. Crazy, yeah. But other than that, um, yeah, gaming like crazy. Um, ton of Tekken, ton of Tekken. I fell into the to the deep rabbit hole oh, of yeah. it. Completed every game. mode. I didn't. I thought I was gonna play it for like a couple of days and then go into Infinite Wealth, but it just had its teeth in me. So I, I did the uh, the story mode, the the quest um arcade, which is kind of like an onboarding. Speaking of onboarding new players, Tekken does a fantastic stick job no. for new players new to fighting games getting them into the you know to, to the game the fighting scene which is really good and the uh the online play the net code is solid really good experience and I, i'm really a guy that's an achievement hunter like that but i seen how much i was playing and i had like 700 or 800 gaming scores so i'm like you know what let me just go for it okay. so I, I, yeah i got the thousand on that and now finally the last two days has been like a dragon infinite wealth. So I'm getting in. Yeah, my love the game is hilarious. I will say this though, cannot recommend it if you did not play the first like a I've dragon. I've heard you need to play seven before. Is this good? Eight? Yeah. 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 You have wow. to play seven because it, it starts off, it's gonna be it starts off slow, but it's context for the people who played and know what happened immediately after. But if you're new, you're gonna be like you know, this is they, this a lot of what's going on here kind of thing. And it's goofy stuff. It, it's fun stuff. But now I'm in Hawaii and all the fun is happening and I absolutely love it and some big reveals. So, yeah, I'm going to get going on that and hopefully get that out. Started, you know, this week and next week, try to knock that thing out. But you know, those have been the main games. But uh, we got our returning guest who I missed because I think I wasn't on that episode. Yeah, you weren't on the first yeah. one. Yeah, you weren't. Yeah. I weren't on that episode. So I'm dying to hear from DJ Funk and Brandon and experiences and all that good stuff. You know, how, how have things been with you guys? Yeah. I'll let Brandon go first. I feel like he, he played a lot longer than well, I did. Actually, I think Brandon should go last because oh, Brandon, okay. I guess you're right. Brandon's experience was uh I would say more akin to like hardcore destiny players diving super deep and then finding the intricacies and eventually getting burned out. Paul's mm. is pretty straightforward, I think, on how you bounced off of it. So I think we should start there personally. First yeah. of all, Ibantis, I just finally looked at the stream. And I love this formation. It looks like we're about to get into the Megazord, uh, Mighty Morphin. <laughs> it's my it's Mighty Morphin time. Yeah, yeah, Morphin time. Should we strike our strike our poses of like like we're about to you know get into? <laughs> yes, <gasps> uh, for for us oh, older God. gentlemen, very Voltron esque. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's somebody re- got that reference. Who got the reference? Was, was, was it oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. So okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. I usually I'll be the oldest in the room. 
<laughs> I, I'm an old man at, at this oh, point. Yeah, Brand, yeah. I think yeah. I think Brandon's oh, competing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's competing. Oh, he in my pocket. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. So. Let's go. So, yeah. Oh, geez, in the building. Salute. Um. So okay. he hides it well under that beard. So let's start with uh, Dr. DJ Funk. Uh, tell us your experience with Destiny. First of all, how long did you stay with it after our episode? How deep did you go? And since I already kind of spoiled the ending that you bounced off of it, well, for what yeah. reasons did you bounce? And please be as hilarious as you want to, because I know. Oh, yeah. No, I'm for sure. Uh, let me look. The last time I play, I'll tell you right now, February 12th, 2023. That should tell you. Oh, oh you, wow. know, you didn't make it like two yeah. months after the podcast and you were. Wow. <laughs> I think it was exactly one month. I think it was how long it was. Yeah, but I put, a, I put a decent amount in. I put like 115 hours, which I felt like That's was a, a good college That's try. Right, he played, a, he played a bunch that month. I'll say he was on like every night with uh, his. I was on every night. night playing like four or five hours a day, just yeah. trying to get a vibe for the game. Because I had, you know, we have we have another uh, mutual friend that that Travis knows that is still playing. Like he was raiding last night for like five hours. Like I'm not even Mariano. exaggerating. So he, yeah, yeah Mariano's on it all the time, and so I still very much hear him talk about things. I hear, you know, I still remember things, but yeah, I think really what did it in for me was just the dares of eternity having to do that over and over and over again like oh why did my you have god. to do it over why and over again by the way? yeah why i didn't have to but there we were trying go. to like min yeah yeah we had we were trying to min max i guess like what we needed for the week and it was the fastest way to do so and yeah. you know to get that item level up and you know i was i was just playing with some other people like oh this is what you should do to like you know quickly run through it so we can just get it done and so we started doing that. Oh, and you then... trying to get legendary shards, trying to increase your power level and your gear. Yep. Wow. Exactly. All those resources you're missing. So like, I think the fact that he played Dares of Eternity doesn't really matter. The problem is something that we've talked about on the show a lot, which is the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. If you come into Destiny and you have nothing, that grind to get just baseline materials is really tough. And I happen to know Brandon faced that uphill grind as well. It's just he, uh, he stuck with it more. Um, but yeah, a Paul, so so uh, you, at that point, it felt like uh, you were kind of just doing the same thing over and over again and you never got to get to the fun activities or did you at least get to stuff like raids and whatnot? Yeah, I did. I did try uh, uh, a raid. Was it Vow on on uh, the Witch Queen? I tried that out. Oh, and, wow. then, you know, I did, did a lot of Iron Banner, too. That was actually pretty fun. I had a good time in Iron Banner and, and like Ooh. did a little bit of Gambit. And that was a good time as well, too, because I I mean, I, I played a lot of, you know, MMOs growing up. And so I kind of knew what the whole thing was going to be in terms of, you know, like grinding through. It's just I'm not at that point in my life anymore. Like, I just I'm like, I need a game that respects my time. Like, and I feel like Destiny is just like it's, it's the hamster wheel, right? It's the it's the sunk cost fallacy. Like, oh, I've already put 600 hours in. I just might as well keep going. Spent five hundred dollars <laughs> on, you know, like coins and battle passes and gear and all these cosmetics. Like, I get it. I used to be a WoW player, so I know how mm -hmm. hard it is to walk away. From You're all that currently stuff. a Final Fantasy fourteen player, which is oh, why so I find you from one suspect. addiction to another. That's, oh. that's really yeah. Well, here. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I am is. way True. more tame. <laughs> I'm way more tame in 14 than I was in WoW. WoW was like mythic raiding. I was like, like, like obsessed with parsing. I was like looking at WoW logs like all the time. And now, like in 14, I'm like, I play for a patch. Once I'm done with the content, I just like put it down until the next patch comes out. And like I'd it's say like now, yeah. I, I'm more involved in like competitive like games. I guess like Ooh. you know I play a lot of Street Fighter. Like and Ooh. I used to be a big Tekken Tekken head. Bro, and I'm like scared back. to pick. I know Bro, I'm scared to pick it back. up. It is. It's the, this is literally the perfect game if you've gone away. Like it, yeah. it literally, and it respects like 
all the new things to, to help help onboard you, unlike the the, the experience you had with Destiny. The first time. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was like the big thing for me is like I had to spend so much time like reading guides and like asking people who knew what to do, like asking Travis and Travis explained things to me, and I'm like, what's the lore? The traveler traveled to witness the witness something with the gardener. I don't know what's happening. The gardener's gardening. You got traveler witness the traveler gardener. I can't. I love it. Traveler, you, travel, you witness the witness, the witness witnessing witness. something. Yeah, I think witness, right. Witness yeah, the witness. Witness, witness yeah. the garden the with witness, something. I don't know. Witness the witness. My witness explanation was gardening. extremely accurate and on point. I mean, call me Bife at this point because I crushed it with that explanation. Sounds like. <laughs> yeah, but I was just like, yeah, it's. I was like, this is. Uh, I was like, this is too much for me. I was like, I'm. I'm like, this yeah. is the the Charlie with the uh with the pin board, like trying to make sense of this yeah. story. And I'm like, all right, I was like, forget the story. I'll just play the game. You know, I don't need like a great story to play a fun game. And you know, like I said, I think the PvP aspects were great. I think yeah. the grindiness of everything else, and kind of to Travis's point, is like it takes so long. Like you feel like you're just climbing up. Is that the Sisyphus, right? You're just rolling the boulder up, and then like a new patch comes out, then the boulder comes right back down, and it just feels like you lost all of that power. And I, I just hate mm. that feeling. Like you don't really get to continue feeling like you're like really, really good at the end of the patch, and then the new patch mm -hmm. starts, and you just feel so weak. Now let me let me ask you this because again I missed that episode in reference to like classes, um, abilities, um gunplay things of that nature what were the positive things that you do remember when you were playing what what kept you in it for as long because you did still put a, a lot of hours so i'm just curious what kept yeah. you in um the gunplay was really fun i enjoyed mm -hmm. it a lot it's very tight very clean you know in comparison to something like borderlands right where borderlands has some things that i think does better than destiny i think the biggest weakness is its gunplay like the gunplay is nowhere near as tight or clean as like yeah. the gunplay in destiny 2 is um build is really cool the builds were fun i played hunter and that was a really good time nice. kind of swapping between like void and, and solar right and just constantly mm -hmm. going back and forth between those two especially like you know using revolvers oh my god so satisfying Ooh. to get headshots with those things like it, it was just great bang, bang. Yeah, literally just blasting heads off. It was so fun, especially like in, in uh PvP. Just activate that that you're old and just one shot everybody. Man, that was that was great, super satisfying. So I think that's what kept me in for a long time was like that gunplay. And like when the game was good, it was good, right? Like when you hit those highs, it was great. It's just like it's those peaks and valleys, right? Where I feel like yeah. I was up here for maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes. Then the next three hours of my play was like that. <laughs> I didn't even make that. <laughs> next yeah. question I got for you, because you 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 said you were a wild WoW player, correct? Like you, yeah. you okay. So this is something I always want to ask a wild WoW player in reference to your experience raiding there versus a destiny raid. Like, how was your raid experience? Because I think you, if you pick Val, Val's a kind of a tough one for the first one I, I feel like it's an intense one but what was your feeling about a destiny raid positive or negative yeah i think it was really fun how challenging they were it's different than like mythic rating right i think problem with wow is wow's rating scene appeals to the professionals who play because they have like world first and all that stuff and they stream it and there's like tons of money made in that and so i feel like there's a mistake where blizzard likes to make their raids around add-ons like like curse client um you know weak auras things of that nature like dbm which a deadly boss mod is like a big one like you know don't step in the fire like it has all these things that tell you what to do and so they if you don't download all of those apps and like run those on the back end while you're playing wow you're never going to get to what you want to do versus destiny it's more of wow. just like a little bit of research i like the addition of like more puzzles where versus like wow is just a lot of coordination of like you know 25 people or 20 people to make sure they all do the right thing because you and that that's the big difference right it's like it's a smaller group it's easier to kind of keep in control for like who's doing good and who's doing bad versus and wow is a lot of times like 
yeah, I was, I was a main tank. And so sitting there doing what I had to do every single time and some DPS like misses it, like, you know, they mess up the DPS check, right? Like it's like yeah, a 30 yeah, second yeah. meter they got to burn or mm -hmm. uh, they just, they just like, you know, die to a stupid mechanic. And it's just like a domino effect. Everyone dies. And you're just sitting there banging your head for four hours. Whereas I didn't feel that way in uh, destiny. And also the Sherpas and destiny are really cool too. People just like yes, take yes. you through those raids. That's a fantastic thing. You don't really see that in other MMOs. Maybe 14 is the exception to that. There's a lot of really cool people in that community as well but destiny i think is really good in that sense that the end game is a lot of help people are willing to teach you yeah. um, not to say that i have run to toxic people as well but for the yeah. most part everyone was very helpful at the at the end stages of the game when i was like you know tapering off very cool oh, thanks for that i was very curious yeah so uh paul just so you know was the one since you missed the episode cog who uh had a very hilarious monologue when he was intro to the game where he was talking about every time he logged on, he got a different cutscene for a different story. Yeah, you know, oh, shit. yeah that was crazy. He said like <laughs> first time he turned on the game, he got like an overview of the, of the, of the, the, the current, whatever the current season was. And then the next time he booted up that his Xbox, it was like, uh, a guy kissing a robot, and he was like, what Yeah, no context. He was like, What is happening right now? And like, it just kept doing that to him. And then Brandon Dude. made the very uh, I don't think this happened on the episode, but Brandon and I were talking a little bit later, and he pointed out that right after they started playing, Destiny uh, had a um cutscene in it where it explained all the different factions and kind of gave an overview of the story and Brandon was like dude that's what they should have shown us when we started playing like yeah. why is that cutscene buried in like some super yep. like unfindable I totally, thing yeah. so I, cool. I totally blocked that out that was like a crazy it was like five days in a row I remember just like logging in and like different cutscenes playing and I had no idea it was like and then it would like, drop them in on the moon who is this person yeah <laughs> you go to that mission yeah. To that country. Wow. He was yeah, so and then it's just, Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and just characters, I have no idea who they are. I'm like, who's this? Like, Cade 6? What? Okay, yeah. What, he's dead now? Okay, I guess he's dead. He just got his head blown off. I don't know what's happening. He was just alive like a second no, the first ago. first thing you walk in, all of a sudden, you just see Cade do this, like, you know, rise of glory, do some awesomeness, and then get killed. You're like, yeah, that exactly. Is, that is, you know, that is so interesting, because what, it, what it's doing that is any season that is missed, they're force loading the opening yep. of the season, but yep. that has no relevance to a new player who has no idea of what yeah. the hell. Yeah. You know, that's funny. Yeah, that yeah. That. It doesn't do anything to intro them. It just like drop. And then one of the cutscenes he got was for Witch Queen, which he mm -hmm. had not bought. And it played the cutscene, and then it dropped him in the first mission. And then when he beat yeah, the mission, those are like, like free, right? for Witch Queen, yeah. and like that was like yeah. the third time he'd logged on. He was like, "Wait, what? Like it just let me play the first mission and then booted me out." He's a teacher. Like he played it, and then it said, "Sorry, you don't have it unlocked yet." Bye. And it's like, yeah. "Oh, okay." Damn, uh, velvet it did, you. It did that Damn. five days in a row, and every day he was like FaceTiming me and being like, "Dude, what is this game? Like, why am I getting this?" <laughs> it was so <laughs> manic. What is happening? He was like pissed every day. He was like, "Why does this keep happening?" Every day I turn on the console. I'm just like, I mean, they, I they had to know to try to charge him right after doing it. Oh, and then. Here's what, and then like the fact that like I bought, you know, I forgot what version it was, but it came with everything, and then finding out a bunch of vaulted content. Probably, yeah, like, like yeah, he bought the legacy collection, and then he couldn't yeah. access to the campaigns that were in it. Yep, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, is yeah. that what with Red War or something? Which one was in it that they couldn't access? Was, uh, Red War, Forsaken. Because he bought it when it was on sale before they vaulted all that stuff. And then he Ooh. waited like a year to play. And then in that time, they took all the content Damn, out of it. Yeah, we did my boy DJ Funk Dirty. Damn. Yeah. So... Paul's perspective. I'm sorry, man. We we, we tried. He had to watch a dude make out with a robot, and then they asked him for sixty dollars, and that was his entire experience. (laughs) (laughs) Just an average. Hey, hey, that's just an average day in San Francisco, though. Welcome. Yeah, so he's used to that. Um, I think with that we can move on to probably what will be a much deeper conversation because uh, I think he played for nine months or something like that he he was playing more destiny than me by a lot wow or a lot of last year uh uh so yeah i i think he actually showed me through one of the dungeons oh, <laughs> he had like, done it three times and then i logged on and was like hey help me with it so uh <laughs> brandon if you'll take us through your experience with destiny and kind of where you landed yeah so i, I played for about a year i started in uh july i think of might have been 2022 season of the spooky ghosts uh season of the haunted and then yeah uh went through plunder seraph uh lightfall uh expansion defiance and then i think i cut off or stopped part of the way through season of the deep which was the um the whale that gives you the uh exposition dump at the end almost completely unconnected from any sort of storing or what what you're doing during the season Um, the the history of the witness five five or six weeks into that second season of the year yeah it oh, was so disappointing. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of a lot of Destiny story. I just wish it was better. That would have kept me hooked into. I mean, there's lore and stuff, which is nice, but, um, yeah. So my general experience, yeah, I had this similar experience with Paul, where I was like, "What is going on? I'm being dropped into this to this expansion. I don't know what it is. It wants me to pay money now. Okay, let me figure that out. And then, yeah, the weird web, and I don't know if they've even fixed that yet. Um, I know they've been trying to tinker or adjust with it, but that web of like, what do I actually buy? Um, dungeon, I, the hill I will die on is dungeon keys should not be twenty dollars. That's insane. Um, they should be they should be like ten maybe. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that's just completely out of whack. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, my experience when I play a game, I tend to dive into it super hardcore. That's the only thing I do. I honestly don't have a lot of time aside from work, and otherwise I'm compromising sleep to play, and I do that sometimes. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just I got to pick one game and stick with it, and I like right. to dive deep and get into the guts and you know mm-hmm. and learn learn and master everything that's interesting to me so um one of the things that did impress me about the game and something i miss still today is when i get into a game with a first person perspective uh if there's not like every time i can't slide i'm just super sad Uh, like i just i just i I, I reflexively i'm trying to run and then like slide like in destiny and Mm -hmm. and then you know into the double jump uh, you know it's just um it just Mm -hmm. feels good so that's something i i miss and will probably miss forever uh but uh yeah as far as everything else I mean, I, I remember we had that con- that conversation is is new lights, and there was a lot of discussion of things that were missing from the game. And the game actually delivered shortly thereafter on fixing a lot of that. There was the mod system that was complete garbage. Yes. Or two, I, was, I was talking with Lord Cognito about this before we started. It's you had to wait like it was three months in the in a three month window. Ada might have offered that mod once, and if you yeah. didn't pick it up, you couldn't do an entire build. You know. Yep. Uh, 
Um, that was hot trash, and they, and they fixed and a lot of that. And they're rid of legendary shards, which I know was a big problem for you. He was shard yeah, for like yeah. the whole time he was playing. Time. It was a big problem. Wow. Yeah, I felt like I had to budget. Like like I was on a budget. Like this is the amount of money I have for groceries, <laughs> and I can't spend it on anything else fun. Um, so yeah, people are doing all kinds of weird, you know, gambling with it because they have tens of thousands. It, this was Destiny. I'll be honest. Destiny was the first game where I was actually excited to get an opportunity to exploit. I don't Ooh. like exploiting oh, games. Yeah, so there was one thing that was, I can't remember which dungeon it was. I think it was the season of the Haunted Dungeon with Keitel, and there was a boss that you could lure to jump off the cliff. Off the thing, you was there. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly. Everybody got their artifice over yeah. that week. I yeah, remember. So, and by the way, they shut it down in like 18 hours. But yes. I, I, for whatever reason, it, fortunately, the 18 hours aligned with a section at which I was able to do it for a few hours. And I got up to like a couple thousand shards and I felt like super rich for once. Um, so, but yeah, and then they, sh and then I got on the next thing and it was already shut down. And I was like, ah, damn it. I should have, I, I don't know. I should have stayed on longer. I called in yeah. sick. I don't know. But, um, <sighs> but yeah, it's, that was, that was a difficulty. Um, I had a lot of conversations with someone who dragged me to the game in the, in the first place, and, and they were very into this concept of, like, being rewarded for, I guess, like, people who grind or spend a lot of time should be rewarded. And I get the idea of having your time be valuable or not wasted, but for me, that doesn't excite me about a game, and especially with my time as limited as it is, I don't mind. What I really like is a, is a skill progression or a skill gap. If there's a separation in terms of loot or options or things you get based on demonstrating or escalating in skill and accomplishing something, I don't mind investing the time to, you know, to get mastery. Right. right. Uh, but spending the time just to get the random rolls on like the, the rows from comp every week. Oh, <laughs> like, and that acts actually yeah. one of the things I think that, that forced me, it didn't fully force me, but um, maybe Hunters not being that great in PvP and Titans being super dominant was another thing. Oh, but oh, oh, oh. Um, I, I did, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I loved playing a Titan as well. I mean, this is, I played them right before they nerfed the shoulder charge, and even then it was a minor nerf. But like being able to just shoulder charge spam across the map, like beautiful. So at least I mean, it was fun for me. Yeah. I tell them um, about that all the time, but you know. Yeah, yeah, but it was. I mean, I have a mouse wheel, so like I can, you know, I was, I was able to do the PC thing. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I would play all three, um, and it was nice in terms of learning the classes a little bit. But I would play all three just to get my rose roll because I wanted that hand cannon roll that would come out. And mm -hmm. I don't think I ever quite got the one I wanted. But mm -hmm. um, you know, I think I got like a slide shot explosive payload. That was pretty nice, okay. but right. it didn't have as much range as I wanted. But it, but it was mm -hmm. good. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, so I mean, I enjoyed the rating. I really enjoyed. Um, I think the mm -hmm. rating is really well done. Which one did um, you do? Which what? Which rate did you? I, I did, you did all. All of them. them. Oh yeah. wow! You know, I, uh, I when I say he went deep, he went deep. He did everything. All right, hold on. So we got to slow down. Got, that. He also got. I think he got the Grandmaster. Nightfalls uh, for multiple seasons. Okay, okay. Let me back you up. Let me back you up. So the, the I got this. Sorry to interrupt. I, I gotta know this one. So you did Vow. You did um, Last Wish. Yes, and, I didn't do Last Wish very much. It, to me, it okay. wasn't that interesting, but I did it uh, enough to clear it fully. Yeah. Out of all the raids you did, which one did you enjoy the most, if any? I think I probably would have to say Val. I really enjoyed Val. Oh, yeah. newbies loving Val. This is I'm blown away that both of you kind of enjoy Val. I, I felt like, I, from my perspective as a veteran, I felt like maybe Val would be like really intense. You know, with the oh, symbols and, and 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 like especially the what's the part where you have to when you go with it's like the frenetic switching sides and yeah, then you keep moving the relay race. That's yeah, I would it's say the but yeah, like uh, last wish is way more complicated in terms Ooh. of stuff you have to do. I think that one's way crazier. 
Interesting. So yeah, continue. I'm sorry to interrupt you with yeah, the, yeah, the no vowel thing. I'm, um, I'm curious about this vowel situation. Vowel aesthetically I, also set itself apart. That was always one of the things is it was our first time really spending a lot. I mean, we got the walk into the pyramid ship at the end of the Shadow Keep campaign. We're like, oh, yeah. this is kind of cool. But we went through an entire pyramid ship that had the What's kind of in my environmental lore, the giant mm -hmm. kind of serpent throughout. Like a lot of that did it. And then you top it off with a boss that we hadn't really seen kind of before. It was with mechanics that actually moved, which is what always still one of my favorite bosses in Destiny was Rolk. But it's Absolutely. like, oh, that's uh, still part of oh, Sorry, that was my thoughts. Anyway. Mm -hmm. No, I got you. Yeah, also, continue yeah, yeah. with your standouts. Uh, your standouts uh, also, fa favorite emote is kicking kicking the guardian as yeah, as do it. That, is the, that is the I, best I would just, in the, game. the best yeah. emote in the game as soon as i saw it, i don't think you, i had to spend real money on that i usually tried not to spend real money but if i would have spent any real money on anything in the destiny store it would have been that if they would have not offered it for bright dust or whatever so um but yeah no i also enjoyed deep stone crypt deep stone crypt Ooh. is fun and i think that's a lot more beginner friendly and it's just more interesting than like a vault of glass right so mm -hmm. but yeah I, I did every raid i did a first 24-hour clear of root of nightmares not that it was hard um so but uh, yeah, I so I, I appreciate did... the vault of glass slander. That was great. Yeah, you gave him one. You gave him an alley you. <laughs> that was an inside joke. That's inside joke. Yeah, yeah. Our raid rankings. Continue. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Vault of glasses. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's vault just glasses it's just... was cool yeah. when it came out. But I yeah. agree. Like if you, if you, if it's not your first raid, it's not going to be your favorite because it is pretty fair. Yeah, it's a good first raid, right? Like that's what mm -hmm. I think it is. I, I've heard horror stories of people taking new lights who are under light level or under power into vault. Mm -hmm. into um what were we just talking about vault of the Dis wait vow of the disciple no vow of the disciple vow of the disciple and i'm like why are you doing this to yourself and to the entire rest of the raid group that's just awful like take them through vog take them through dsc we're deep we're like there's objectives right to do mm -hmm. and not so much making doing enough damage or whatnot so mm -hmm. but yeah so I, I did all of the raids i did i got conquer multiple times or gilded Damn. it repeatedly uh it was yeah, a rank dude, he went deep yeah I think I was a ranked ten guardian for like two or three through, seasons. He was yeah. taking me through Grandmaster Nightfalls a couple of those seasons he was playing. He was like, yo, let's do a, a farm together. And I was like, tell me what to do, boss. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the PvP. I don't think I got very good at it, but I went flawless a couple times. That's like twice, Ooh. I think, is it? So I did that, and then it, that was starting toward the end, and I'm like, okay, I kind of did the thing. I don't think I have the time in my life right now to grind out. Um, you know, like going, you know, getting my KDA better, right? It was, it was, yeah. I was starting to get better. I was seeing improvements, but I was like, okay, it's going up by like, you know, point 0.1 every month or every other month, eventually get to a place where I feel good or proud of it. But mm -hmm. aside from that, it just, it was just a massive time sink. And I was, I was also looking at it. I, I will say Lightfall was pretty disappointing. And so that was, uh, that was a large blow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually, I, I never do this, but I went ahead. I think my friends at the time were doing it. I just went, okay, I'll do a pre-order. It's not that big. If I light the money on fire, I light the money on fire. I'm probably going to do that. So, cause I was questioning at the time of Lightfall of if I should pre-order everything, including mm -hmm. all the seasons. I wasn't sure I was going to stick around. Right. Um, I went ahead and did it anyway, and predictably, I I I didn't stick around. But mm -hmm. um, I just I felt like kind of in one sense I got everything I wanted to get out of the game and the enjoyment I could get out of the game. And I think the main reason I would have stuck around is PvP. But again, I was kind of at that point where I had plateaued in my improvement process, hit the milestones I wanted to hit, and thought, do I really want to invest this time repeatedly on grinding away PvP? Um, no, uh, is the answer there. And then, uh, although again, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and then the other, I think, thing that that was the issue was just the story kept uh, 
Man, uh, like, and just the player, the player tied to the story, right? So we had the, what was it, a season of plunder, right? The pirate season where yes, uh, yes, yes. we spent all this time ca- gathering these relics. And then off screen, you know, a random NPC says, oh, I'll, I'll take these. Thank you. Don't worry about it. By the way, the guy who um, had issues with this in the past and became a murdering psychopath or whatever, because he had one piece of this, right? And he's like, yeah, t- let me have all of it. It's fine. And you're like, okay. And then he goes and grinds it up and makes it into tea, right? Like, that's just... First of all, kind of insane on its face, but also if if I had known I was like Nescafe, getting in, yeah. yeah, Nescafe, yeah. So <laughs> it, it hold me out of it, right? So if I had known I was gathering ingredients for tea, that's fine. At least I was contributing to the making of this tea. But basically you did this thing it had nothing to do with your success condition or very little. And it just kind of and, and that's similar to the season of the Leviathan, right? It, it's just you have that witness exposition dump. And uh, I just came off as like an uh, ex sophomore, uh, you know, college philosophy student, you know, or maybe someone who walks into a freshman seminar and says everything's subjective and I'm full of existential angst. So, um, so it just it came off a little, you know, like that to me. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, the writing wasn't that amazing. The reveal wasn't that amazing, but the delivery of it was just, I don't know, I don't want to say hot trash, but like you know you have you know space whale person or space whale gives you random story and really you didn't need to do any of the season to get there i mean ostensibly you were helping jog the thing's memories or sync with it but it was such a weak tie between what you were doing you know i don't mind doing fetch errands but like can you at least make them tie a little closer to the cool reveal like you feel like you contributed to that not you did the thing and then other people did the cool thing because you did a tiny little part, I, I just didn't didn't really sit, sit well. But I, I also just I didn't I didn't see this the writing improving. I figured I can watch the cinematics on YouTube when they came out. And then also the other thing is is um this was a yeah I go, I'll tie back real quick to the conversation I was having with a friend who was playing this and very insistent on the like you gotta you know you gotta reward people for grinding and blah 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 and that's such a good thing. And I'm like, dude, play any other game. Like this game does not respect your time. And um, he was very, very hesitant. And then he comes back to me when, um, you know, a little game Baldur's Gate 3 had come out. Ah, and he was playing it and he was like, man, you know, I get onto that game and I just log on to play it. Not because I need to get anything, but because I, I, I enjoy, I want to play it because it's fun. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what gaming should be, right? Like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, like, you're not playing that game to, like, do your chores, right? Like, sometimes Ooh. when I was playing Destiny, I felt like I was getting on to do my chores. Um, Ooh, so I could get my legendary game. shards or get my drop for the week or or whatever it was and uh yeah man i like i never got conditional finality from root of nightmares and i feel like oh. that's such a crucial like pvp weapon especially if you're serious yeah. about trials and mm-hmm. popping bubbles um so i didn't i didn't pick that up and i'm like do i really want to grind root of nightmares to hope to get this gun someday and i was like i, I just know i've been so. i'm in the same mindset like i've been lucky on some of the exotics <laughs> yeah. from dungeons or raids but yeah, if i haven't got them in the times that i've been you know, had some raid buddies who wanted to run on a few, like the few st- first few early weeks. I I'm in the same boat. I was like, I because you never quite know how much. And yeah, there's some triumphs where you get a better chance, but do I need to do it the twentieth time to get the thing? And then maybe if I don't, I'm like, how much longer do you go? And no, I'd, I for being as much as I've played the game. I mean, Travis did it eighty times for. I have every exotic in the game. Yep. Nice. So he is on the other side. My it's life like, is forfeit. Yeah. So it's like as much as I've played, that's one of those things I fully agree that I don't like that system of maybe you will, maybe you will 80 times from now. And I'm like, that that isn't great. Yeah, yeah they definitely gotta improve that for sure. I was gonna say in reference to um the exotics, because obviously you were you were grinding for a long time. So like which 
but it's actually for both of you like which exotics or weapons kind of stood out or you know for builds and stuff that you guys did enjoy i'm just curious uh, Paul, if you want to go, or yeah, mm-hmm. that that's fine. Or uh, I no, go you're good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, God, which exotics did I enjoy the most? Uh, honestly, I enjoyed a lot of them, but I'm trying to think. I was never really—I'll be honest with you. As much as exotics are fun, I was never interested in building um, around exotics. To be honest Ooh. with you, um, I, I mean, I, I just—I felt like if I had a build and the build itself was good, and I had good weapons that did high dps to the boss i'm solid right um, or offered utility um so i would use things like wither horde or arbalest all the time because they were the most functional thing to use in a raid from a oh, PvE you, perspective. you missed their efficiency of you okay I yeah see you oh yeah yeah i i gm his tabletop rpg sessions and let me tell you he's uh he likes to min max if you know yeah what okay so we need to say but he, he learns like the rules yeah. yeah he's super yeah. efficient okay i, I get what you said I read the rules, which is probably good for someone who's an attorney. But yeah, I like to read the rules. I like <laughs> to read bit. the instruction manual. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. It to help sometimes. Yeah. Both so. of these guys also play Magic: The Gathering, so they're both in, they're they're both yeah, very oh, yeah, much I, in the yeah. rules. If you know that, if you know those, uh, if you know that game, it is yeah. very much for a specific type of brain. Yeah. So. So for me, yeah, I, I enjoy diving into that. So that for me is fun. I'm trying to think in terms of PvP, what, what, I mean, I use no time to explain because it was practical. Um, yeah. And I'm not a sniper. I, I wish I was good enough to become a sniper, Same. but I'll, I'll make the excuse of I'm not on PC, so I don't get, uh, you know, radical friction. Um, but still, it's <laughs> an excuse. So, you know, there's plenty of good PC snipers, and I was never going to be that. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I enjoyed hand cannons. Hand cannons felt buttery smooth. I loved three tapping people when I could. So um, it was less about, uh, honestly, it was less about exotics and more about just really good, well quality crafted weapons. Uh, Ostringer yeah. and uh, and Rose in particular when nice. I when I had that. So um, and I, 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 there might have been times where I, I don't even know if I was running an exotic all the time in wow. PvP. So um, nice. just because you had good legendaries, or if you did. So um, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I was I was mostly a handgun and shotgun or a. Or at times a pulse rifle shotgun guy. I could not put the shotgun down. So <sighs> fusions never made any sense to me. And so no for force. me, it was always yeah. Like I, I, I was always I was so happy with the update where where the fixed shotgun pellet spread and yes. uh, yeah. And and then I switched from I think lightweights to precision frames and mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, and I was having a good never made sense to you. You you missed an era. There were several yeah. eras where anybody using a shotgun was an idiot. It was like fusions were just the way to go because they could kill you for so far away. A single burst. Yeah, it was those, crazy. Like, dude. Ingredient voops were. Oh, oh my God, dude. What was that gun? The one everybody was using the fusion. It was a void that Ooh. had like an instant charge and was killing everybody. It's the blue one. I can visualize oh. what it looked like in my mind. Like but, main uh, ingredient was arc. I know that was a popular. No, one. no, no. It was a void one and the gun was blue. It was like a blue fusion rifle. Somebody in the comments, I'm sure, will. My Cisnari. I don't think Prescott. What is the name of it? Mm. Yeah, that when that gun was a thing, my God, that was yeah, terrorizing people, right? It was terrible, dude. And every every time you saw it, you were just like, "Story." Was this a legendary drop? Aaron Hill. Aaron Hill. That was it. It was Aaron Hill. Aaron Hill, dude. Yeah. That had a there, there was an era where Aaron Till was just disgusting, right. dude. It was yeah. so bad. And I was using that in, in trials because yeah. I'm a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. So what about you, DJ? What about the weapons? Any exotics for you? Any things that stood out during that time? Yeah, I remember getting the Osteostriga like maxed Ooh. out uh, on that yeah. other thing. Boys and boy. That was really fun. Uh, I definitely liked the Thorn. That was a cool gun, too. Just the hand cannons in general were were fun. 
I had one rocket launcher that I maxed out to. I can't remember which one it was, but it was the one you got on Mars. I'm pretty sure. Um, but that was really good. And then no time to explain, obviously yeah. like insane, insane gun. Um, those were probably like my favorite, anything that was like really good for PVP. Like I had Ace of Spades, but I like rarely used it, but yeah, it was cool to have, you know, oh, I it out. Ace like, you know, Ace still feels yeah. good to this day. Yeah. It's like one of those, they've just made it kind of perfect and haven't broken it yet. Yeah. Surprisingly. Uh, Crimson, also really, really fun gun. Yeah, that was yeah, really yeah. Good to use. Crimson is uh, nice. Crimson's easy, though. Anytime somebody yeah. uses Crimson in PvP, I'm like, you <laughs> You don't respect <laughs> it. You don't respect nah, it. No. <laughs> it's like it's like the, the COD perk when you like ever get a kill, you get a little bit of health back, right? right? Like, same thing. Oh, I always hated the COD perk with a dropped a grenade afterwards. Oh, oh that God. one. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, What's the other one? one? Last thing when you're on the floor. Yeah, you're on the floor is one, but the grenade afterwards? <laughs> no, that can. Yeah, that I can forgot about right that. Out of here. No. So dirty. Right I mean, that's that's my move at IRL. If I ever get capped, I'm dropping <laughs> a grenade for sure. <laughs> you scary go one down. All the time. For so, sure, dude. So Travis's outfit is a suit with a grenade on hand at all times. He's kind of like uh, yeah. the Joker with yeah. that one. So The pin yeah. halfway out at all halfway times. Halfway out. Ready to go. That's hella funny. Um, yeah, that's how Travis lives. <laughs> True, <laughs> but yeah, there was like uh, there was one that I know people were like, at least when I first came in, everyone was telling me to try and get it was like a rocket launcher, it was like twin something that like shot two rocket tail, oh, oh, two tail fox, two tail, yeah, two tail fox. fox, yeah, you're like a really fox, actually. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. that was right, like, yeah, really I got a third gun. tail, that's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, it did, oh wow, see, yeah. there you go, yeah. three tail fox now. It, All right, also some weird thing where if you moved while firing it, it didn't fire the second rocket or something dumb. I hope oh, they fix was, that, but yeah, I yeah. think that's been fixed. Yeah, that was bug. Yeah. There was one guy, I, I can't remember that gun, what it was, that uh, but everybody was using it in PvP when I was playing. It was like a lever action rifle that was insane. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, that gun was like super satisfying to get kills with. Holy shit. Like, I love that gun. I loved that, that gun. But they nerfed the crap out of it. That's they nerfed it. Yeah. yeah. It, was so yeah. Console, it was so good on console. It was so good on console for a while. Yeah, mm -hmm. tough. That that was probably like those were those are like my favorite exotics for sure. Oh, cool, cool. That was, I was very curious. Those are good choices for both of you. So I kind of want to ask you both. Is this is always something I kind of harp on. How does the armor system feel in the game to you? I'm trying to figure out how to ask the question. Without leading the witness, you mean? Yeah, I was trying to leave it open. How does the armor system feel? I guess Paul for has me, no comments on armor system. I'm just kidding. I mean, like, I, I mean, I have some, right? Because I play, I play Diablo and other MMOs, and like, it's just, it's the numbers game, right? Just like a little bit of stat boost. Like, it's, it reminds me a lot of like when you're min maxing at Endgame WoW, like when you're trying to get the mythic rating, and like literally that two to three more stats of like hit rate or dex is that important to like kill a boss. And it it's just it, it just reminds me too much of again like kind of what Brandon was saying. It's just it really drains your time because you're just grinding for like a two percent or one percent increase. And I hate that. I, I much prefer like more realistic static numbers like bring a Baldur's Gate, right? Like it's like okay, it might be you know two or three more armor two or three more damage but it feels huge right because the numbers are scaled back to like at a certain point it feels like who cares right what's the difference to me in my brain between five hundred thousand damage and like a million it doesn't feel that different at a certain point it's the same thing with like uh with diablo in that sense it's like what's 200k to, to 400k damage it doesn't yeah. really feel it's very arbitrary it's just to see that those numbers go up up and up and so i think um it kind of like to, to brand's point before like skill-based uh uh you know 
determination for gear, I think is the best way to go instead of like who grinded the most. Right. And I think uh, some aspects of like Final Fantasy 14 are good in that. Like they have something called ultimate raids is like their hardest tier. And if you finish it, because uh, usually release like I think first or second patch of like an expansion, you get like the best weapon for the entire expansion just because you were good enough to beat that raid. And now Ooh. you don't have to get a new weapon. Like that's your Oops. weapon. It's got the best stats. Oh, the other gear, of course. What was that? Not like not a guaranteed drop. Oh, okay, no, okay. I, I think it's uh, there's a certain amount of drops uh, per okay. run. Gotcha. Um, but like once you get it, all right, you're set. Like now you just go, go back and you kind of run it, beat your times or whatever, right? And help other people get the the weapons, right? But that's it. You're done. Like and like you know, there's other weapons you can get too, but that's usually it. Like that is it. You're set, and all you have to worry about now is your armor. So I think things like that would make the game, I think, more appealing for some people, at least at the highest level. Like if you have like a really hard raid tier, like a raid tier that's like super difficult, you beat it. Hey, since you're so good at the game, here's your reward. You get like a piece of gear. Maybe it's not guaranteed. Maybe it's like a fifty percent drop rate or something. So you do have to twice. Maybe that's it at most to get it. But once you've got it, you're set. Then you can do everything else you want to do and actually enjoy the game. Yeah. Um, for me on the armor system, uh, well, they, they resolved one of my biggest complaints with the by unlocking the armor mods for everyone. Um, the guardian ranks, uh, I didn't play long enough to like fall down in rank and ha- be annoyed by it. So I don't know. Like I when I I was deep in my grinding it at the time, so I was constantly ranked ten, and so it didn't everything was unlocked for me, and I didn't have to think about it anymore. Um, I, I mean, I think some people complained about the big armor mod overhaul that it got too simple and there wasn't enough interesting build stuff going on. Uh, to some extent, I felt that, but I didn't hate it. Um, it worked for me. So here's the thing, and I don't know, I would recommend this over and over again to anybody who plays this game. Like, don't don't just play the game. You need you need a couple of apps. And I'm a guy who hates apps. I hate apps. Ooh. I I. I have too many on my phone. Everybody wants me to get one. I do not need an app for Experian, a credit agency. Like, you know, <laughs> what is why, why are you making an app, man? So um, stop, stop. Uh, so, so when it comes to, you know, uh, destiny, dim is amazing. So I would use dim, of course, okay. um, but I also use D2 armor picker, which I'm sure you guys Ooh, are all familiar yeah. with. And I would, I would, because look, I like uh, optimizing or min maxing as, as yep. Travis put it, but I don't like wasting my time doing it. So Mm. I have a computer that will just do the math for me and tell me, yeah, I'm optimizing my time. Like do it for me. That's also why like, you know, content creators, you guys are great. Go do all the hard work and figure out the secrets and just tell me and then I can go use them. Right. So yeah, no, you guys, I mean, Hey, look, you guys are getting, you know, hopefully getting paid for me watching. Right. So so it's 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 sufficient. Let me reap the benefits. So by the way, I didn't know about Dim. I didn't know about Dim to my last week playing. Oh, that's damn. Brutal. Yeah, that's like no a, one told me about like, that. You would fly into the tower, Travis, Travis. This is your fault. Yeah. How did you not tell him every for time? Six <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I'd... What do you use? Wow. And you know what's sad? They finally added the vault in vault space in now. Space. Yeah, so now it's like down in event since you guys have been gone, which is kind of hilarious. Wow. You were damn. I feel your pain on that. Yeah. I like, yeah, if I boot up Destiny, I literally have dim open. If I'm playing, that's yeah. It's like literally yeah. saved as a as a tab in my browser <laughs> to automatically pop up when I've played. That is wow, wow. That would yeah. That I'm sorry about that, but that also yeah. is one of those things. It is that much of a game changer, and it's it. Yeah. Sh- I was like, I don't know how to say it, it shouldn't be, but a, it's, like it's a time saver. I wouldn't call it a game changer. It doesn't change the game. No, but it is a massive time saver. Quality of life, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a shortcut. I got what he said. Yeah. So anyway, I don't use it. If do you 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 just go to the vault or what do you do? You fly to the tower. Oh, you mean when I transfer items? Yeah. Yeah. 
I use uh, Ishtar Collective. Okay, well, that's, oh, that's, that's basically them. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. I don't use it for any of the stuff you guys are talking about. I don't use it to... What you use it for? Min max, like my weapons or stuff. I, I just read I just, shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're just doing your switching, right? You're swapping. Yeah, D2 right? armor yeah. picker is different. D2 foundry, you can look at all the weapons and stuff. That's one yeah. thing. But well, like, no. when people talk about dim, a lot of times they're, I would say most of the time, they're not talking about just bringing stuff out of the vault and sending it to the vault. They're talking about the, uh, like efficiency, yeah, loadouts, like your and, best yeah. loadout Dropping stuff, loadouts. and that yep. sort of stuff that it does. And that's true. Uh, there's also that yeah, I think that's part of dim the the part where it tells you if it's a good roll or not or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've just yeah, never like, felt the need to do that, mostly because I'm just like I know what the good perks are, and if I've never used a perk before, I kind of want to try it out. And also, I I'm kind of the opposite of Brandon in that I hate using the most efficient loadout because I just don't want to feel like a a bot. You know, I want to use the weird shit. I want to use like okay. a weird weapon with with strange perks and stuff mm-hmm. that's a little asynchronous because i feel especially in pvp where my skill is enough that when i use weird weapons it kind of keeps people off guard where they're not sure like how to kind of take it like that so i I like i like to keep people thinking and also i just don't want to use the most efficient thing because i'm just like nah Let's just, yeah, let's you, do something you, weird. It's a game. Let's have fun, you know? This is me. We, you share that one because that's the one where it's like, I, I have like the competitive be like, I don't want to like sell out to that, even though it is yeah, the most yeah. efficient thing. It's like, I don't want to be like everyone. I want to beat you with something that is still efficient, but not too many people are using it. I, yeah. I get where you go. But what you I love like, beating people in PvP who have the meta loadout with a loadout that's completely not meta. Yes. That's like, that's that's my, that's why I play the game. And then I love, they get pissed. Like, what is he use? I can't believe yeah. I died. What is that? Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I just beat you with the sidearm, bro, from yes. four seasons ago. <laughs> you know, exactly. it's, it's just funny to me. It's just no, funny to watch people. No, he's, that, he's that way in magic, also, by the way. He I am. I feel it, though. Of course, I can feel that. I can feel yeah. Travis being anti meta and just about everything he tries I can see to do. that. Dude, if he's being anti meta, magic decks are funny. If he's being like a dungeon master, he's probably just trying to screw with everybody he's playing with him the entire time. Nah. Nah, I actually, I'll, I'll say he he does fine. Yeah, he's he's yeah. uh he he tries to tell a you know tell a story and have uh you know he's fair to his players. So you would think he wasn't right based on yeah. everything else. That's the one area. Was, but... If I'm if I'm a GM, I, I have to be impartial or the game has no meaning. Yeah. So I'll put Great aside RP. my my personal async. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, him as a player is probably a completely different story. Completely, yeah. Different. So. Yeah, <laughs> as a player, I will. Yeah, I will cause havoc, but I haven't. I haven't played. As a player in years, I mean, yeah. I feel you. So, so Brandon, you were saying as far as like efficiency and and going, you this was kind of the first game that really made you go outside the game for efficiency and and basic, you know, day to day life stuff, um, you know, quality of life stuff, or were, were you well, not I, as much? Yeah, I, I guess I would say uh, to yeah to that question, um, it is a game I think that really required it to be functional, right, or to just not be an awful experience. At the same time, I am someone who just does that all the time so i i do have a wow history um there's a reason i don't play wow anymore um and maybe to some extent destiny was a mini he's wow married well yeah part I'm, of the prenup. I'm married yeah i'm married yeah. i have a life i don't want to you know lose my job um, waiting at, at <laughs> four in the morning um, chat, that stuff. Yeah. Okay. yeah 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 well like at the, the time i was playing too is the worst because um i was on an oceanic server so i was playing i was raiding at like four in the morning and then uh pacific uh, savings time happened and i was like yeah, we're gonna get. I'm gonna get to bed an hour earlier. 
nope, it was an hour later now. So I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. But, um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. so that, that was one where, yeah, I, I grabbed all the add-ons or the things because all the vanilla stuff's not good enough. Right. And then you're yeah. sitting there reading, uh, like the elitist jerks forum or whatever that website was and, and going <laughs> in on that. What's yeah. the elitist jerks forum? I, I think there, I think there was an elitist jerk <laughs> site. This? Someone can let me know on that for a while, but I like, can't. and they, they would, they would rigorously moderate. Like if you were not telling anybody anything interesting or you were asking what the perceived as a dumb question it was it was gone and if you did it too many times you were banned right it was that kind of like level of we need what to only this? look at the best top-notch pve dps you know razor thin margins information here right so i love um, the snobbishness i love this yeah continue. so um yeah i mean i i didn't i didn't care for the snobbishness but i was able to fit in and not get banned and get the info right so that for me that was, weasel into this club. i was able to i was able to not not get yeah not get you yeah. know called out as being this is know, hilarious continue but yeah, I, mean, I do that all the time. He's just I mean, lucky to be in. He's just happy to be in the room with happy the to be in the room. I love yeah. how he's able to yeah. fraternize with these people. Yeah. <laughs> keep my keep my head down. Get the sponge yeah. the information. I, I do similar things. I mean, Elden Ring has a whole bunch of uh, that one's a little bit less easy to find. But like, there are people out there who are just spreadsheet testing, getting like true lengths of attacks, and gotcha. uh, there's a bunch of. It's something that I get irritated a little bit by. Um, the games having a lack of transparency and mechanics upsets yes. me. Yes, good and point. I think, I think Destiny's yeah Destiny. Has a lot of that. It got better at some of it, but it's still pretty bad at a lot of it. And um, and Elden Ring games are great at that. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fighting games. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. So, or are great at having transparency, or yeah, having transparency. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because I, but yeah. So, so, so that's good. But like, yeah, with Elden Ring, there's a whole, you know, there's a whole stance damage. That's a whole mechanic. But where do you see that? There's no bar for that anywhere, right? Like, and people had to go like test, you know, on an empirical basis to get the numbers to put on. So, some super nerds did that, and I'm a nerd yeah. myself, but I'm not that nerdy. So I go and sponge off that information and enhances yeah. my enjoyment of the game because it's frustrating, yeah. I think, to have expectations about a play experience and then. They don't match at all and Preach. and you're like why am i not succeeding why is this not connecting and then you find out there's some secret mechanic you didn't even know existed yeah right? so, oh, well said. so so that's also my paranoia about that i guess or dissatisfaction with that causes me to dive in perhaps deeper than i should but uh you know i i'm usually i have done rarely done testing myself on things oh god there was that uh was it, was it nightmare of the evil dead um the game with ash the chainsaw guy that uh yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, evil dead the game yeah, the game, yeah, I, I did I, I did very early on because nobody else was doing it. I was like, fine, I'll go test this myself. And then I was the super nerd for a second, reported numbers on things. Nice. Yeah. Ah, so um content yeah. creation Brandon for and, uh, potential. No, no, yeah. Brandon and Paul, they uh they help me on reviews sometimes when they've got oh, time. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. dope. I, I have I have a, a backlog of friends who are unpaid laborers will help me out with uh, <laughs> yeah. reviews. But hey, I give them codes, you know. Yeah, yeah that's true. You got, you got you got the one of contracts. I respect it. Get the free plays, yeah. You know, respect it. But yeah, Brandon's my go-to for like uh, asynchronous multiplayer games and uh, anything anything with number crunching. Like he helped me out on uh, the Outriders review. I think we did that. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. I actually enjoyed that. Uh, Dead by Daylight is my. I have a background in Dead by Daylight, so that's probably why I fit decently for asynchronous or yeah asymmetric mm -hmm. uh, multiplayer games. Asymmetric, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, great points because um and E would attest to this. Another huge problem with Destiny. I think the last time we had it, I'm gonna say one of those season of opulences where there was a enemy that people were actually in a controlled room that you could always go to that people could actually damage test and, and do numbers and get yeah. you know stats and stuff. Uh, and now what are they going to Carl in this like random yeah, going to a lost, lost sector where there's sector. Like a guy 
beefy enough that you don't take him out in like one rocket kind of thing. But previously, right. yeah, you could do damage testing in God. What was that called? Menagerie. Yeah, it was. I believe it was. A, it was a, a, a module as part of the menagerie. Like it was. It had its own yeah, module that you would fly to. Tribute that hall, was where tribute bad hall, juju was out. The tribute, yeah, hall. tribute hall. Yeah, that yes. Was, yeah, it was where it the bad juju mission was. Yeah, they took that. Yeah. What is the farm doing? Put a little DPS test. Good point. Yeah, just put yeah, a give, a test, give us a test dummy there. Yeah. 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 Take a test dummy. I'll take that Thanks. over a soccer field, a second one. A, <laughs> I know, right? Big, soccer fields. Put a couple big ones. He's got like captains. You got to put a Vex there because you never hit their crit spot. And then like a big mm-hmm. ogre and a couple things just to. Yeah. Because yeah. what happened is the new season comes out. There's the new exotic. You know, people want to know how efficient it is, yeah. how powerful it is, or, you know, new abilities, right? New subclass and comes out and strand. You want to know what actually works, how, how does it affect enemies? And there's really no set way no, to get like, that yeah, information. It's either Carl or I typically see if it's like a full damage phase. A lot of people run to um... uh, the, the, uh, it's the Grasp of Avarice. Yeah. Grasp of yes. Avarice, Dungeon Boss, the, the Ogre boss. there. Yeah. The big yeah. Ogre. Yeah. He's usually yep, one that yep. gets a lot of it. Yeah. No, good point. Like, yeah, those are two, but it's yeah, it's like a game where you see enough people doing that. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to see. Agreed. Well, that's that's why we have the wonderful content creators who test this rigorously. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. Aston yeah. Cross is faster than anybody yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like, thanks. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good, good perspective. Had to beat legendary lost sectors with a blue loadout. Oh yeah, that's his specialty. <laughs> the blues. No doubt, no doubt. No. So, all right, let me get. I think I kind of got the idea of experiences. Both, I, I guess, my curious curiosity now is like, what was that key breaking point yeah, when you're like, like, no destiny, no, that's it. I need to know from each of you what was the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I don't know. Oh, you can go I have to think about it. Yeah, I think it was like doing some nightfall. It was just okay. like trying to trying to run a, a legendary nightfall. And it was just not going the way I wanted to. I felt like I was doing everything right, but it was just like something dumb we kept dying to. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to play this anymore. Is it a result of someone's consistent failure on said team? Or because sometimes those raids that do it, it's somebody not doing their job, and you like, I'm not running this all night. Y'all got me. Exactly. And it's exactly what it was. It was like 
running it with with two other people one of those two people was not doing it right and i was just I like bro like i can't I, I i was getting flashbacks you know and i was just like i can't do this it was, uh, it, was getting, it was that mmo shell shock you know yes. and you and, sit there uh, not, not to cut you so oh, yeah. you sit there you're like all right we gotta we gotta knock this out by 11 o'clock or whatever whatever and then like two or three hours past that time and yep. you know you got work in the morning you got something you're yep. supposed to be doing and you still here doing that thing continue that was one of my breaking points early but continue yeah yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I remember, like getting the arbalist because like the best of the time for for running that stuff. And like I was like, all right, I got the gear, I got the weapon, I'm good to go. We're doing this, we're hitting it. Should take like no more than 20, 30 minutes. I watched a guide. We're like, we're good, we're good. And then you know, just like kept dying and die. Like you know, fifteen minutes in, die. Another fifteen minutes in, die again. And I'm like, what are we doing wrong? I was like, let's fix it, let's fix it. And then we're like sitting there for five minutes trying to figure out like what we did wrong. It's like, all right, no, did wrong. Did it. Everybody did their part right. One person didn't die again. And that went on for, I think, like two or three hours into the morning. And I was like, it was like, you know, 3 a.m. And I'm like, forget this. I was like, I'm done. Fair enough. What was the moment? Yeah. I mean, mine was definitely, I think, mostly a taper down. Um, it, okay. it was just, a, I was seeing the, uh, I don't want to say light, light at the end of the tunnel. That's weird. Um, the opposite of that, maybe. But yes. uh, yeah, it was just, Darkness you know, yeah, I've hit, I hit rank 10, tw you know, twice in a row or something like that. I was, I had done everything I wanted to do, again, aside from like grinding KDA up or something in PvP, you know, so Crucible Report looks more impressive. And, you know, I can uh, feel like I, you know, I, I'm big in, you know, big and, and good at the game so but yeah uh, aside from that i i mean i, I had some friends uh, you mentioned the raid issues yeah so um we had some i think some a little bit <laughs> i played with your group yeah yeah uh -oh, it's some uh -oh. raid some raid raid a little bit of a raid pseudo raid meltdown and then the group kind of got a little bit small uh, or smaller wait wait, um, wait i told you guys yeah. the story i told you guys the story about somebody i, I was raiding down. with who cool. would always remember I told you there was somebody we were raiding with who would always come up with crazy things that didn't actually happen. Like somebody pushed her off of the cliff or whatever. Oh, and then no. I told you that later something happened in real life where she claimed that she got into a car accident or something like yes. that. And then we all went, wait a second. Is she doing wow. the same thing she's doing during the race? Wow. Actually, I told the story on an episode of last word, which that was okay. his raid yeah. group. Yeah. I think maybe the, the I think the car accident was real, but the, but it prompted the question because because earlier we had seen funny. things where like verifiably yeah. verifiably seen things where like we're watching and and then the statement was like oh so and so did this and I'm like I was looking at that person they were nowhere near you like yeah right so like but you don't yeah, but you don't you don't yeah you, know, you kind of have to be careful like ready. I got I got to back up the up. accountability yeah. check where where they are saying things that are untrue and you are now watching them in real time and they are not doing said thing that they claim. More like it was that thing <laughs> where you know you know there's certain types of people where like even if you try to say it as nicely as possible as soon as you give anybody a note they're just like that type of person where they're like i don't take notes and they they get super defensive yeah, it was so like so one of those things where it was yes. like where I'd, be, where I'd be i'd be like hey i noticed you're doing this that's actually going to cause the like a, a white mechanic if you do that and they were like i wasn't doing it i was nowhere near that and they would just like say that stuff and i was just like oh dude like this oh, is, not it was really cool. hard because i was like i've done this raid like 30 times i know what to do you've never done it i'm yeah. trying to explain it to you but see what it is trying to ego kit acquiesce yeah. Yeah. to your knowledge and i get it I, in, in this case i get it because 
frankly, women have it pretty hard in raids. They get blamed for a lot of shit that's not their fault and people talk down to them. And I I get that they have a hard time in it. And so I think Brandon and I were always trying to be like extra, like kid glove sensitivity, you know, be like, Hey, let's, let's, you know, try to pat it. But still, there's just some people that they just, they lash out as soon as you even try to politely ask. Yeah. So so. so there were a couple of, a couple of raid meltdowns, like our raid. I'm trying to think if we did get, we might've got through vow of the disciple, but we did King's fall and that was a little difficult. DSC was fine. That was the one where we got, I think comfortable, but I, again, it's not a hard raid. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, so it was just one of those. And then they kept wanting to do harder raids. And I'm like, I've, I've done raids with different groups and it goes really smooth and it's really fast. Like we bang this out in an hour and a half. And I know if I do it with them, we'll get through it. We're just going to be three hours. Right. And it's going to hurt. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And, and you do it, but then it's also like I don't want to do that repeatedly. Like I, here we get it, we we got through it, guys. Please let me go farm it with other people now, right? Like so, um, but um, but yeah, was that? It was less. I wasn't. I think I was one of the last one in my group showing up. Just I think a couple of people had some meltdown sniping moments. It happened once or twice or three times, and it was different people each time. And okay. and then um, they just kind of stopped playing for a bit, and I was like, okay, well, I'm done, and uh, yeah. I'm out, you know. So and. Uh, I, I was like, I don't need to come back now. So yeah, I, I think that just kind of, so, so part of it was too, I, I think if they had insisted on keeping going, I would probably, my wife, you know, forces me to be social and that's one of the things I would do to be social with people. So, so I'm not, because I'd be, I'd be completely fine alone. He goes goblin mode pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I, so. I can just, you know, tunnel away my own little hovel and, and be happy. Right. And mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't need other people. It's fine. My wife's great. I like her. She can stay. Um, but, but everyone else. Yeah. And so, so, but, but that, that, if I think I, if that group had stayed together, I, yeah. I, maybe, I, maybe, maybe I'd still be playing, but uh, I'm kind of glad they, it fell apart when it did because I, I had the opportunity to play amazing games since, right? Yeah. Like Baldur's yeah. Gate three being a notable one, but yeah. So. As soon as you get out of the, the pit of destiny and play other games, you're like, man, I don't miss it that much. Uh, unfortunately. That's not to say Destiny can't be great. We all know right. it can be great sometimes, but when it's when you're forcing yourself to play it and you get a taste of something like Yakuza and you oh, just like, good. oh, yeah. this is just like pure joy. Fun. This is what I miss. So Pow World, you just get that shot of just pure fun. There's just, yeah, it's, it, it, it's it, like all those. Yeah, good. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Sorry. I, I will say, um, yes. I don't know if the light level has been increasing or I know they put it on a pause for quite a bit of time when I was playing. I don't know if it's still there, but, um, increase it in major expansions. Only. Yeah. 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 So, so that, that, that was a godsend, right? Like it not Ooh. going up literally at all, I think was helpful. And it actually, and I'm not saying I'm going to be roped back cause I probably won't, but if that group said, Hey, let's do a raid or do a dungeon this one, I hit my schedule. And I and I knew I could hop back in, not have to do much work. You know, I'm not grinding anything. Um, then yeah, I come in and have fun, and and then go my, you know, be done once we clear it once and move on with my life. But we have to gift that final shape to you. All right, all right. Well, I mean, it's it, you know, again, I, maybe, maybe I, I might, I might right. just stick to the YouTube videos for it, but uh, you know, just to see the lore or the story, see if it plays out not terribly, but yeah. you know. So, but I'll, I'll probably I'll probably be reviewing it, so you'll be hearing from me if uh, that nice. lore was worth it or not. The final shape. There we go. I'll tell you if the witness witnessed and if the traveler traveled. <laughs> the and, the gar- and the gardener gardened and the widow <laughs> winnowed. I yeah. Can't, yeah. I can't. Yeah. 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 Two, two of each of those are the same. No, I get it. I get it as far as the product, your productivity goes up in a non-Destiny playing world. You know what I'm saying? You, get, you realize how efficient you are with other games and more experiences. I get it. So again, the flip side, I got to ask, is um, 
I kind of alluded to it, Brandon. You know what I'm saying? But what? what would it yeah, what would pull him? Like, I know it's a long shot, right? I know yeah. it was a time stick. I know you're out of it, right? But yep. obviously, final out shape. Out of the game. Yeah, I don't do game. that anymore. Hey, I, I told you I don't do that. That's my past. Oh, uh, fine. I'll come back. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, what would final shape have to do, right? Yeah. To, 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 um, say, uh, to at least say, okay, you know what, Destiny? I, I'm interested based on it. Or would it be like a series of things? Well, may, maybe this is maybe I'm being too charitable in a nostalgia sense. So, like Halo Three is an experience, and to some extent Halo Two. Although I had some friends who had a very funny joke moment where they're like, "What if the game ended right now and it was the end of the game for Halo Two, right? Because it kind of ends on a cliffhanger." And then they were like, "What the hell is this?" But um, but those games, I just I felt like they told great stories, and if there's a really great, compelling story. I'll play it just to experience the story. Um, oh, if there's absolutely. new, interesting content, um, like Dungeons and Raids, sure. Um, if I get the impression that I can spend less time grinding for stuff, that's the, you know, and they, I think they had been making improvements on that, so that's fine. And really, I think Legendary mostly... Shards are on their way out. This is the last yeah. season with them. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, I mean, if that... It, but here's the question, right? The ever-present question, that is that actually going to improve the grind or make it worse? I don't know, Ooh. right? So, but we'll see how that plays out, I I'm sure. I don't see how you know. it could make it worse, but yeah. I mean, is there a how else do I pay for or get things? I guess. I and then, glimmer, glimmer, yeah, glimmer cap glimmer. literally got increased this week. Yeah, I think it's up to 500k so, now. So it's like a is lot. it yeah. So is it just a glimmer grind now, right? And is the glimmer grind better than the legendary shard grind was? And if it was, great. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm curious um, how you're gonna refill your glimmer because we used to be able to just use legendary shards for that with those gone. I'm like, are we just? Am I gonna have to go and like? Do you have to play the game man. now? Kill You're gonna me. have to do chores. Kill me, yeah. dude. Hell yeah, no. It's like if, if, I get, if I ever get to a point where I'm low on glimmer and I don't have, so I have so many random currencies that the average person wouldn't have that I can go refill. But if there is the logical point of like, without those, you need to go do public events as the fastest glimmer farm because a heroic is like 12k. If that's the way to do it, and I could like, if I'm out, it's one of those yeah. where it's like, if I, I think this, I was saw somebody say this on Twitter, and it's always the balance of so many things but it's the balance of a lot of what you guys have said the time you invest but it's like take a holiday event and this is every holiday event if you need to get certain materials or essence of dawning for example and say i finish an entire dungeon i'm gonna finish that dungeon and i'm gonna get like one essence of dawning maybe two and then i can go run a basic vanguard strike and get 17 i'm like why is it that like you finished an entire dungeon Okay, whether you can farm it or not, make that 100 essence. I don't care. Make it worthwhile. You can do a raid and you can get like five essence. That's kind of the thing. So it's the same. It's like if I go do a public event and I get 12,000 glimmer, if I finish a dungeon, maybe I should get like 50,000. I don't like don't make the things that you can go do outside of the basic playlists less rewarding when it comes to some of the currencies that you tend to need, especially something yeah. similar, similar like glimmer. That's one of those that I feel because every holiday event does that to me. Because mm -hmm. I typically play solo a lot. If I don't want to do a playlist, then you're stuck doing the playlist and that kind of thing. And I know right. they're trying to fill those playlists for the free people, but man, you gotta at least somebody wants to go raid, reward them too, and you'll have more people raiding and running dungeons. And it's like I feel like you just get more people in that way. So that's one of those things for me that kind of goes off to what you guys were saying. 
No doubt. So f- finishing out, I know if you just finish that brand. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, to, if you know. I, I guess if my friends get, I mean, that's nothing Bungie can control, right? But um, if my friends want to play and it and it right. makes sense and it's not a huge time sink, you know, that's great. It's, I mean, look, this is a difficult thing to do is to calibrate a game where you can somehow appeal to people who are super hardcore and people who are a lot more casual and um, yeah. have a, a combination of depth and accessibility. I, it's not an envious task, and um, I'm not here to you know to say I have any any insight into that. But um, yeah, I mean, again, adjustments and improvements. I, I think a compelling story would be not to put any pressure on More. Final Shape. I'm, I'm sure That's everyone big. at Bungie is feeling it. But um, but yeah, if there's a good story and or an interesting campaign, that could be enough to suck me back in. And then it's like, okay, well, what's what dungeons or raids have I missed, right? Have you missed um, sense? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. then let's go do, let's go do those. Cause those are new to me and those might be interesting. Right. And then, yeah, does the PVP seem better? Although I, I, I never really, I wouldn't say I hated the PVP. Is airborne effectiveness still in the game? Yeah. I, by the way, I started playing with airborne effectiveness, so I should be someone who didn't hate it. But I think Ooh. as I played more and more, I started to get why people hated it and why yeah. it, it wasn't necessary probably. So hated it. yeah. yeah. Um, because I think that was a big like casual versus you know content creators versus you know people and also good example at least of uh, I know some people complain that content creators always get what they want but they were all mm-hmm. screaming against that and it went ahead anyway so yeah that's true um, you guys you guys do not control absolutely I mean, it, everything it, you know, is, a, it is a stat it is a yeah. stat and I get why they're wanting anti elitist Brandon yeah. my problem they, they, with yeah. all of, my problem with yeah, all sure. of these things is that they try to make things stats and then as Brandon said earlier they don't open the kimono they make it like super opaque as to how it works and so you're left like with this really confusing all right well now i've got to worry about my stats on how accurate i am in the air but i don't i don't actually know yes oh yeah dude (laughs) (laughs) all right so pj you you, uh, for you what what would it take you seem to be the vibe i get is like you seem the most removed would be the hardest to come back after your experience so like what would it take to at least? Nah, I think I think if his buddies were like, "Dude, really? hop on Destiny," he'd be like, "All right." <laughs> I think that's honestly it. That's my thing. I think if Mariano uh, pushed Bungie, enough, yeah, no kick yeah, it if Bungie paid me. Oh, oh damn! <laughs> Never mind. I don't think that business model <laughs> no, I'm would just work. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think if I, I think to come back would be kind of similar to Brandon, like at like a great story. I don't know oh. if Destiny's got that, at least in, in, in my experience. <laughs> I'm already like, so like, I'm just like, yo, this is, this is not for me. It doesn't really interest me. And I, it's got a lot of that space existentialism, which is a cool concept. And I love that in storytelling, especially in sci-fi, but I feel like there's like, I feel like great, you know, example, like, you no, know, kind of off top, but Grin Lagan does a great job of doing that mm. already. Like it's whole story is, you know, that the ni- space nihilism, existential crisis of like, how big are we? How small is everything? You know, what is the universe? All that. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that aspect is uh, out, out the window for me. They jumped the shark, I think, too many times for me. Um, but I think the gameplay, though, like, I think is really where it's at. If okay. I had like a solid static for like maybe PvP, maybe I'd come back for that. I don't know if I'd really Ooh. do much of the raid content or like, okay. you know, Legendary Nightfalls or things of that nature. It's just too grindy. But if I could like jump in play some PVP with friends and jump out. I think that would probably get me to come back if I, if I felt like it was in a good place. My problem with MMOs and PVP is I feel like they don't really mesh well together because of the systems intrinsically tied together with rating and the gear and the item level and the min maxing where like a lot of other games, you know, like obviously there's always going to be meta with guns, whatever, but for the most part, if you're skilled enough, you can get around that with just like your skill. 
right? Yes. Uh, uh, you know, example yeah, would be like Valorant, right? Like obviously there's abilities in Valorant and some, you know, champs are better than others. But guess what? At the end of the day, whose aim is better, mine or theirs? Because like, yeah. if I, I don't care how good you are with your abilities, if I can shoot you in the head, you're dead. doesn't matter. And I feel like that also applies to games like, like Destiny or any other, you know, MMO with PvP content. I think if there's, you know, a, a way that they set it up where... I think it pretty much is set up that way already. I think it's just some 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 minor tweaks they have to make, but it, it's as even as possible. You don't feel like any particular gun has like a huge advantage. I think then, or like any abilities or builds have like a huge advantage over any other one. I think then that would kind of bring me back uh, so, more than so, anything. So basically, they would you would have to hear about huge strides and like quality of life and balance and that kind of and as opposed to specific content as opposed to lore like brandon like you, you you need to hear like there's true revamps at its core is that what you're getting at yeah i i think yeah. so i think that's probably the biggest thing for me is like some just like quality of life revamps i think he wants uh, to feel uh, fun he just wants to be able yeah, to log I, on I, I, I know, it's so hard because it's like a yeah. funness rating there's no real way yeah. to rate that but like that's all I look for in a game at the end of the day. It's like, no, is the game no, fun? I, I, cool. I get not... it, Paul. And it's, I think it's more than just it being fun. It's like, it's be, it being fun immediately without all the setup and grinding and like prep work to get to the fun. Cause that is something destiny's kind of bad at is like, Oh dude, if you just do raids, it's great. Cool. How do I do a raid? Oh, well you got to play for 150 hours yeah. and then you'll be able to raid hours like, in, man. Dude, it gets really yeah, good. It gets really good after you just, just grind stick with your it. out. You, you just got to hang out with this, uh, cosmic horse for a hundred hours and then it'll be super cool after that it's like God, i forgot about that too yeah dude hell yeah. no cosmic course is cool uh yeah. no but i yeah i I, th I think a refined yeah it's i mean what kept people playing halo 2 and halo 3 when it doesn't have any grinding systems right it's that gameplay loop that is enjoyable and you just get on you play with your buddies for a couple hours you have a blast and you and you hop off and and you keep doing that and you keep coming back because you're not worried about grinding the next thing. Like getting new stuff is cool. And this is the kind of game, it is part of Destiny's identity. It can't go away from, it has a looter sure element to it. You can't ignore the looter part of it. But yeah. I think the more you can you can minimize the pain point of the, of the I haven't spent much time looting, it, the more you, I can just have a fun time in the gameplay loop and then go, I want to come back and play. And you know, to the extent I don't care about the fact that I don't have all the best stuff or I have good enough mm -hmm. stuff where I don't feel at a severe disadvantage and it's just fun regardless. Um, that that helps, and and I don't know if that needs a major revamp. That's probably just refinement, and I don't know actual attention. And I'm, I might be speaking a little bit ignorantly here. Maybe they've done this since. I know they had a task force or whatever, right. but perpetual ignoring of PvP. I mean, I think that's the thing that sustains the lifeblood of a game Woo! in between content releases. Talk to them, Brandon. Right? Talk to them. Yeah. Talk so to like him. like you gotta invest in your PvP. Actually, mm -hmm. like any any appreciable amount, and. Uh, and people will keep playing that because it's just fun. And then you don't have to worry about them on this burnout cycle of content because if they burn out on the PvE content, who cares? Like, how many times did I play the Halo 2 or Halo 3 campaign? I don't know, maybe a couple. I beat it on Legendary. Yep. I don't think I messed around too much with Skulls, but you know what? I probably spent hundreds of hours on those games. Why? Because the PvP was just PvP. awesome. Yeah. All right? It's like asking and, a COD player, how often do you play that COD? You know? <laughs> yeah. The four to six hour campaign? campaign? Yeah. 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 Once. But, I played Modern Warfare One, and that was a that was a ride, guys. Like, I, I mean, for any of you who who remember, there oh, were just yeah. so many moments oh, yeah. where you mouth drop. Like the ending oh, of yeah. that game is insanity, insanity. Mm -hmm. All see. stuff with the knife and the yeah. Yes. So, yeah, Infinity I'm trying not to spoil War, it, but I guess it's been you know a decade or more at this point. Oh, Two decades. Years. Yeah. I'm super yeah. old, man. Shout out to the OGs. That was a great campaign, though. Yeah, it was. It was just over the top insane. Yeah, the the moment with Ghost and the the fire, you know, the light and the bodies on fire. You're like, oh. 
Yeah, yeah. So, no Russian was that mission, right? That was a whole yeah, new dude. controversy. That God, was yeah, a game, crazy year. That was a ride. Was yeah. A yeah. And 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 again, I love the campaign, love the single player, but that's not that doesn't sustain a player base. But the multiplayer was fun enough to do that. So. Got you. No, fair enough. I love I love these assessments. I'm glad I got a chance to, as I missed that first episode you guys are on and get a chance to hear this because it, it it's good perspective. It, it's good to hear you know you, you guys' experiences and, and what you get through and what the the tension and the resistance is to actually get to the fun for you guys and to hear you guys talk about it is really is really interesting and and hopefully like I said I know there's a lot of pressure on Bungie with with Final Shape but hopefully they can input some of this feedback because I, I think it's important big time but. E- that was that last question I had. I, I was going to say, so what if I told you guys that the director of Destiny 2 for the past few years is leaving next month and Final Shape comes out in June? Gut reaction. Yeah. Paul, if you'd like to go first. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I, I saw, I mean, God, I... I I actually, I, I remember I actually saw that news. So my, I, I'm trying to give my gut reaction to that a few days ago. Even though I don't really follow Destiny Two stuff, I caught wind of it. Um, so it is, you know, obviously a big deal. Uh, I don't know. It could literally be mean nothing. I mean, it could be a thing where the guy, if look, if if can't remember his name, is it Joe Blackburn? Um, yes. But yeah. So if he's moving on because he really wants to do something new and he just wants to get out and do the new fun thing and he's feels beat up enough about this and wants to move on, I hear that. He's um, kind it, of the yeah. last OG in leadership for destiny yeah. like it's kind of the final exodus of like the people that made destiny what it was originally it's not to say that the new team isn't up to the task but it does certainly i think represent like a the old guard is basically gone yeah. now they're either working on uh their their new game or they're uh they're gone from the company yeah tyson yeah, Green. tyson agreed though he's the last one right? him and he's been that looks sounds like bungie's been there uh, working with started in 1998, so he's been at Bungie for 26 Ooh. years. So he's been around since yeah. Halo, Myth, just farther back than any of his Destiny stuff. So he's been there for a very long time and actually taken the reins, which I do think is interesting. But also, that's why it's like you know, from Halo 3's Forge to file sharing and Destiny, and just he's been around forever. So it seems like he's definitely paid his dues in the studio just quietly. Now he, on the other hand, is somebody who has no social media presence, doesn't even have a Twitter account. And you've got Joe recently, and again, more recently. Streaming himself, yeah. Uh, literally streaming himself with a notepad and just a handwritten notes to actually just kind of give an update on state of the games or things of that nature. And that's something the community definitely feels, you know, kind of brings a little bit of heart back to the studio. And yeah. I kind of wonder if you guys think, is that something that, the community needs going forward somebody like blackburn out there with the notepad so do you think tyson needs to kind of take up the reins of doing that or do you think somebody who has no social media presence and the d2 destiny 2 team account and stuff like that can get the job done where do you guys land on what is the importance of like a director in their presence to a community like this i don't i don't think i don't think you need a a presence personally um and yeah tyson is og uh the way i the reason i don't uh, wasn't including him in kind of my description of the old guard is because you know I've been to Bungie HQ dozens of times and met with their team there and I just don't remember I, I don't know if I've ever met the guy I'm pretty sure I, I, I recognize him as photo but I don't think I've ever met him in person um, and I know he was instrumental in Halo and Destiny and all that stuff um, weirdly I kind of remember him leaving Bungie he must have come back 
pretty quick, huh? I thought he went and worked at Riot or something at some point in time. Um, but yeah, I just I don't I don't know the guy that well. So to me, I think you're muted. I can see you moving your lips. I was but... gonna say Joe left for about a year and then came back. So I know he did that. Oh, Blackburn did. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, I I don't know I don't I don't know this guy. So to me, he's he's kind of an unknown quantity. But uh, yeah, I don't think you need to have a uh, a social media presence. I mean, lots of people who've been in charge of Bungie have not really been out there very much. I mean, that's why you have a social group. I think it can even benef- be beneficial to not be out there. Just leave it to the people you pay money to do that. Uh, although with their social team largely being laid off, I don't know how much of a yeah of option they have. How much yeah. Much, yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. I, I think I agree with that sentiment. Like, if he works better, like, look, you can make an excellent game hypothetically and never interact with your community. If your community has no complaints and loves it, you don't need to have that. But we're all human, and people make mistakes, and and sometimes the developers don't understand the consumers' expectations or desires or preferences. And so, having that connection is there. Does it need to be this particular guy? No. Um, I think Destiny is not a game that is perfect and has everything wonderful about it, right? So it, it, I think it massively benefits from sincere, genuine community in, in, engagement and acknowledgement at times when there are pain points and, hey, we're working on it. Here's what we're doing and here's our plan. And, you know, even even when the uh, result or solution is not as great as you want or they say, hey, this is going to be rough or we, we can only fix it this much or we can't really fix that, we're sorry. Like at least there's some explanation of what's going on, and we don't yeah. feel like we're dangling in the wind, wondering if they just don't care. And like that's where the the narrative is about, you know, lazy greed and extracting value right. from the customer and not caring about them at all comes from. And I I don't think that's true, but you, it's hard to know that if you're not if if you know just it feels like the feedback everybody's just screaming you know at the sky and shaking their hand and everybody can hear each other screaming but they don't know if you know is is Bungie hearing that right? right so um and just knowing that that is happening or or that people are receiving that information and and thinking about it and trying to do their best with it that, that's that reassurance is what helps I think a, a lot and, and I don't think Tyson needs to do that if if he's better served not doing that because there's also some risk with exposing yourself to the public and then you just get sucked into like constantly that engagement and not doing your actual other parts of your job and if that's not where he's best uh, you know best uh, you know most effective then you know yeah stay have no social media presence that's fine but the the game or the developers or Bungie generally in relation to the game should have a presence from someone who's adept at handling that and, you know, good at listening to it and probably good at navigating people uncomplaining and making contradictory wishes and demands. <laughs> so yeah, oh, they'll, they'll pull up the receipts. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. I'm in pretty much 100% alignment with both of you. You know, I've changed my stance. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I love guys like Blackburn and I love guys that are forward facing and you get that extra level of communication. Of course, you know, it's only human to, to feel that someone is actually listening and wants to respond back. But at the same time, I have changed my stance in the sense that as long as someone is effective at their job, they don't need to necessarily have to do it because I'd rather the resources be put there if that the communication aspect is not their strength and then leave it, whether you're outsourcing or you lose using your um, community management team to be forward facing. So look, they've got a tough road ahead of them. You know, I'm pulling for, um, you know, Blackburn and whatever his new opportunity is, you know, looks like he's probably most likely got something lined up or whatever. And um, we'll see what, what you, you know. Is? I don't know. I mean, the vibe I get usually is like, you, you know, you don't accept it's a, an offer elsewhere. And, 
because if you're if you're forward facing now with Staten or Staten, <laughs> if he's forward facing now, he he's got the he's already signed off and you're giving your notice or whatever it is. That's the vibe I got. It's going to be curious where he goes, yeah. right? And I will give him to me his kind of knight and shining armor moment, and he will I think would agree is that you know when the the, the news came out about you know the the, the stuff that was going on with Bungie internally. And, you know, the committee was really furious, you know, as far as, you know, them not listening and so on and so forth. And him kind of having to do that. I remember kind of disheveled in his home call. You could tell the guy was, was stressed out. He's feeling it. But he came forward for he said, look, we let the community down. You know, this is what how we intend to construct a plan for change. Right. And it was kind of like the we hear you. And I could tell that's not his natural thing to be like this forward-facing person but the community angst was at, at its highest at that but what was the event i'm trying to remember what was it that we were all pissed everyone was furious with bungie and he, he had he came out he did the, the conference call you know from his house kind of thing and I, I thought that was admirable considering the temperature of the room kind of thing yeah. so i'm always going to respect him for that and he, he's he's been there for a while he's always been ingratiated with the community so state of the game post thank you yeah. prescott yes yeah, yeah. State of the game post. That that was a big one. But um, yeah. Best of luck to him. And I'm pulling for Green. At least he's a vet. But just do the job. Just just listen to the community. Because the biggest frustration that we all learned was that the development team and a lot of those guys that were laid off were pleading with management, with pleading with upper executives to say, "Hey, the community wants this. We need to push in this direction." And those were ignored. And then you now topple that with the 45% targets that you didn't miss or you didn't make or what have you. So it just kind of compounded stuff. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, on the other side of, you know, these two have chosen probably not to spend much more money in the game for a little while, depending on what final shape does. We'll have to see. Uh, but I, think I give it a 10 out of 10. They'll come back. Uh, but I think I, I don't. I don't like the chances. But you know, like the chances. If, 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 it be, if you know anything could happen, it could be a ten out of ten game. We'll see. I don't like chances. There. <laughs> I don't I like. Say on February thirteenth, Cog has a nice Valentine's Day present coming with uh, Mass Effect crossover coming into Destiny. I wanted to kind of get your guys' take on that one because the Sparrow, the Ghost, and the Ship are supposed to be free to everyone. I think the armor sets are what's going to be paid. Uh, Cog, I got to go. You first, man. Yeah, my favorite game of all time. I've been here now. Yeah. In your other game, we go Mass, you know, yeah. way too much time. Mass Effect Two, definitely a goat game for me. Looking at the uh, the artwork and the stuff now. Look, this, this is I'm throwing money. What they, what's the expression? I'm throwing money at this. Screen. <laughs> they got me. They got me. There's always going to be certain things that I'm like, I can sit here fraud and be like, I'm not going to give them. I am buying all of that. <laughs> Whatever they're giving away free, what they not get. I am a huge Mass Effect fan. I mean, fan if they boy. put a Chrono Trigger thing in Destiny somehow, yes. I would do it too. Don't worry. Like, there are certain ones we probably all would have our spots for, but I knew this and, was you. <laughs> and what it is, seeing it, I realized how thematically it fit. And I'm like, oh. And the Titan, I go from a little jealous of the Titan, man. Got the, the, the you know, the Shepard, the Commander yeah. Shepard thing going. And what's the name of the Warlock? What's the... We, we, they got us with Liara uh, Tassoni, which she kind of fits a Warlock. I, I get yeah, it. Okay. I get it. Yeah, and so then it's the cool. Hunter is... Yeah. Who's the Hunter? Um, Actually, oh, I think I th I'm going to run with Garrus. That's... I, I believe that it's, on Twitter, yeah. I think that's, yeah, right. I think yeah, that's yeah. the goal with Garrus look. You know, he, he he don't wear hoods like that, but he, he I think in part part two... He had a little arc where he was kind of like an assassin. Mommy, I got to get to Normandy, though. 
the Normandy ship is going. That's, that's what down. I wanted to say is they actually yes. dropped half of it being free for everybody. I was, I gotta say, pleasantly surprised. Like that was kind yeah. of a nice move to say, hey, here's this collab. Yeah, you might spend the money on the armor, but here's some stuff just for everybody. That was yeah. surprising, actually. I guess the question I have for, for, for Trav is how do you think how did how did they pull it off these deals? <laughs> like that was Witcher. Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Ghost of Tsushima. Well, they had like that was PlayStation because it was Ghost of War and something Assassin's else. Assassin's Creed, yeah. and Assassin's Creed one. This is the new thing. I mean, yeah. it's live service games are sort of. I think I think everybody's. I I know you guys get annoyed when I refer to this, but I call it the Fortniteification of right. Destiny, and I think that they really are setting the model of how to do live service games, and so people think, oh well, that's what you do now if you're a live service game, you cheapen it by doing crossovers with anybody who will give you a buck and uh that's just what they're doing so i don't know if they're paying or if yeah, who's paying, paying. <laughs> uh, my, you, my, my, my guess is they're getting a cut of however many so, yeah it's probably a percentage yeah making money yeah. off yeah. It. so they almost okay. like license the models and then if they make anything yeah. then oh okay that's yeah. how it's going okay. i mean I'm everybody guessing, just like, gets a cut yeah. yeah my so everybody's my happy my guess yeah. is it's a royalty on every every copy sold. That's who getting the most money. I need the lawyer to tell me. <laughs> oh, I don't. Know. I wouldn't know that. But yeah, that's. I mean, who has get... the most leverage, right? Uh, yeah, it depends if there's a licensing fee or if they're you know if they're paying up front. Bungie's paying for it up front a licensing fee, then maybe the royalty's lower. But if not, and it's just straight up like a a split, then probably the IP holder would be my guess. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, some companies yeah. are, or IPs are notoriously difficult to deal with uh, and are a little bit more unreasonable, but I would know. I mean, uh, obviously, the, you have the leverage if you're the IP that you think is going to draw more players to log back in, right? Like, if this Mass Effect thing is going to draw a lot of players to log in and potentially spend money on it based on the popularity of Mass Effect. It is a game that's a little bit older, though. But honestly, as soon as you guys announced it, I was like, oh, and they're not I don't think I'll play, but I might want to log in and download it real quick. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. also, you got to keep in mind, like, Mass Effect is another franchise that is down on its luck as much as Destiny, if not more. Yeah. So yeah. they're kind of they're kind of interesting bedfellows. Yes. Uh, good yeah. point. Yeah. Huge pressure on franchises that are really not in a good spot right now. And put them both together in one game. So, yeah. <laughs> Although one of them did tell a good story. Yeah, Destiny 2. Most of it, like three. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say one of them told like one of them told like 90 to 95 percent of a good story. Yeah. And I think you know which one that is. And Ooh, then that Mass Effect 3 ended. Oh damn. <laughs> no, Mass Effect, oh, damn. I love those for all those games. I, I ran through the legend. Or was it the legendary edition? Legendary edition. Yes. Yeah. Oof. No doubt. Commander Shepherd time. Salute. Uh, what else Eight. happened in the twid? I still have. It's been too many years. That is still not natural. Yeah. They uh, talk about Fireteam Finder is going to get a bit of an update. Some of the success of Fireteam Finder between raids and dungeons. Um, there was something they did for a Witcher emblem where the community had to get like seven million seven hundred seventy-seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven kills. That's where they did that in like a day and a half. That emblem is out there if you want it. And then Game to Give is wrapping up right now. Game to Give is I know Bungie had their stream today. Uh they they're 2.7 million for the Bungie Foundation. Um all of that's for direct relief and the iPads for kids, all that stuff. So yeah, we were we had Jared on Luke to Jared. Um I guess that was uh two weeks ago now because yeah, two weeks. When, yeah. 
Yeah, we had him on two weeks ago, and it was that day they were about to cross a million. But I mean, they're they're coming to the end of it. They got about three days left. They might get three million. That might be the biggest one that they've done. So yeah. that's that's pretty massive. I think um, that's most of like. So did either of you guys log in and do the des- the Riven's wishes? Not not our two. I have Quick. not yet. I have not yet. I did it. Oh, how is it? How was it? Yeah, I'm curious. What was boring? It? What have you do? What have you do? You uh, and you enter the wish and you do a final mission and you get a cutscene. That's it. Really? No, that's, okay, that's not the Riven's wishes, the weekly quests. That's what I was talking about. Oh, those. I thought you were talking about the ending of the season. <clears throat> no. Yeah, no, I did that. Wishes. Okay. Did you do those? I'm going to guess no. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't even know what those yeah, are. I don't know. So, e, educate us. Um, pretty much it was last week's squid where you can kind of it seems like it could have been part of the season, but obviously with the delays and everything, they're just stretching some stuff out. It feels like at least each week you'll do one task. You'll get one wish token. It is account based. You can't get three each week Mm. and you can choose either a red border last wish weapon. Literally pick one. Right. right, right. You can do one of the four light year light fall year exotics, or you can get Mm. random stuff like uh, mementos, a couple of those or some currencies and stuff like that. So the first one this week was the Rift Generator public event on the Dreaming City. If you did it heroic, it was done in one for me, at least. Uh, and yeah. then you had to do 30 Dreaming City activities. And it was all based... So there are a whole thing where they do, like, percentages. I tried to patrol, mm-hmm. didn't count. I basically ended up doing about 12 or 14 Lost Sectors. Oh, I thought she was about to say Blind Well. No. Well, Blind Well was 17%. You know how long that takes. Yes. You can go through just a normal patrol level Lost Sector, and you could, like, jump in the backside of one and do it in about 60 seconds. So you yeah. can sit there and do that loop over and over. And if you're That's the loop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I was done in 45 minutes. I got the token, oh, and then I was looking nice. through. But you have four months until you have to turn these things in. Mm-hmm. Well... If you're ever going to farm Last Wish for, you know, Red Borders, you've got four months to potentially see if you do that first. Well, okay, I made a okay. video, but I was just like, you probably shouldn't spend them right now. Right. Well, unless you're one of those people who's a completionist who's like Teddy, for example, who has everything Teddy possible, has all the exotics, has all of the other pieces. Yes. And then at that point, he just might want a couple extra mementos. But it's like, do you... right. so the first one's not that bad. Now, let me tell you the other future weeks. Week two is seven Ascendant Chests. I don't know if it's doing the Ascendant Challenge seven times or doing it over seven weeks. Wow. So if you did finish it, you might have to leave, reset the patrol, then go back and jump into it again. Week three. Kill me. 1,600 combatants in Legend or Master Lost Sectors. Okay. All right. Week four, Tier 3 Blindwell. So you got to do the big Blindwell. But then 1,500 targets killed in Blindwell. All right. And that's why you killed. That's probably not the team. Maybe. I don't know. Week five is 80 taken bosses or Park, the Farseer's Air. And I think that's one of those like taken bosses you could just spawn if you trigger like, you know, one of the light balls somewhere. And then the final mm-hmm. one is Complete Prophecy. Well, okay. The dungeon. So, so basically they're forcing engagement in yeah. specific. So, and so it's like whatever game. those are, it's for account wide and you'll get six over the court. And you can do this just sometime before Final Shape if you want to. Right. And then, so we got four weeks of it, right? Six, six, six weeks of it. Okay, because I was about to say, is that enough borders for a, a weapon for last week? Yeah, you're going to get one weapon and then one extra, depending on how much you farmed. I've got some oh, okay. I've got some red borders or some pattern progress that's at like four or five. 
the one yeah. I want is probably the rocket launcher. That would be number one. Number I'm, two, supremacy would yeah. be another one. Those are the two I, priorities, I, I would say. Yeah, I think you you nailed it for me. I think my my chores will be. I have not gone back to Last Wish since they revamped the perk pool. Yeah, and got actually good perk. And that what is it? Apex Predator is the rocket. Apex That's is it? the rocket, and supremacy is probably so the best kinetic sniper. And what's the role we should be going? What should I be going for for Apex? Uh, reconstruction, so you can load two in Ooh. when you're not using it, and then you can get bait and switch. You can get four pull. Oh, we got you bait can and switch. Get, okay. It's got a lot, so all you right, can kind of right. pick what you want. Yeah, uh, I could do that. I, I could do a show off for. But that's kind for, of the thing that was like, What I would say is like if you <laughs> do the like, quest, it, like if you do the quest, like Travis if you want to put your I time not in, doing that. go play a good game. No. <laughs> So if you put your time in, all I was saying sorry, is you might have the rotation of Last Wish coming back. And if you're one of those who wants some of those things, try and find a raid group who wants to farm Cali on the first encounter over and over. And yeah. you'll probably have yes. a whole lot more success. And then if you do one or two of the challenges, like mm -hmm. maybe you do beat Prophecy between now and the end of it, just to run through it once. And then the mm -hmm. first one and not have to kill 1500 targets on the blind well, like maybe you don't do that one. Oh, no. But if you get like mm -hmm. a couple of mementos, but you do the last wish, the last wish farming is going to be better. Yeah. This is just kind of maybe a guarantee on top. Like if you miss a couple or something like that, but I would, you want the last wish weapons. It's going to come around like once every seven weeks or something like that. So you're yeah. at least going to see it twice. Look for a schedule yeah. if you yeah. want to, that's not bad. But again, that's all it is. It is dreaming city. It is last wish yeah. stuff. So for the people who you're completionist, this is basically nothing for them. So they will probably skip all right. of it unless they want like a memento. For me though, I, I have the curse of um, the, what's the last wish exotic? I've it refuses to oh, drop. A thousand voices. I've never got a thousand voices. It just what? it burns my soul, and I've run that raid. I run that raid, and I see everybody get it. And I'm like, really I've seen it drop twice in the run, and it's still I'm like I can't with this game. <laughs> So that probably that might lure me a little bit if it's the Don't last. They'll do it. Well, the other, the other thing that dropped was moments. Of what are you? Pride. What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that perfect gun, dude? Having the best gun in Destiny is like being the handsomest guy at the Renaissance Fair. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> what do you? You got the gun, and then you have to play Destiny with it. Yeah, you, you can bring it into a different game. You know you know what I mean? my, where they get me is the is the build crafting. I'm such a build crafting guy. And then they always do a sandbox update where they buff something, and they're like, "All right, now we gave it burn properties. I, I don't want to synergize it with the build." So they're gonna get me. So my thing is, if it's terrible now. Knowing Bungie's history, give it six months. They're gonna come back around to. We've noticed the percentage of users are not using. We've up the 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 reticle and the damage DPS. Or we change this perk, and then next thing you know, it's effective and it's better. And I'm like, yes, I got it. I got to do it already. It's already sitting in my vault, ready to go. So that's what I do with them. How full is your vault space then? Oh, are you great. always holding? Yeah, you're holding on yeah. to things that are what ifs all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. bad, bro. Like I, like, yeah, I'm at like five ninety seven. I'm like three away. I have to literally go in there and make decisions and be like, all right, I can't have six versions of this gun now. <laughs> we got. What if they buff this perk? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, in my mind, I'm like, yo, they gonna buff this perk. I'm telling you, they, they know this is ineffective. Here comes a patch, and I, I don't want to be that guy that got rid of the a potential future god role. <laughs> that that's where I get in trouble, and I gotta stop. It's it, it's it's a bad path. <laughs> no kidding, it's bad. I know. Uh, but outside of that, we. Uh, as I said, Moments of Triumph, I logged in and I had enough of them done to be done with Moments of Triumph. So I logged in, checked the boxes and was done. 
if you've played a decent amount for the year, you're probably similar. There's some stuff I haven't done, like I didn't find every Arcana card from Season of the Witch. I will tell you, because you missed Season of the Witch, the one right after. One of the, like, there a couple moments with Eris were legit really cool. So, like, I if, heard that, and I, yeah, I agree. I, what I saw of that, it seemed like, man, that was the season to have, if I could have say, swapped that in yeah. for one of the two or three that I actually experienced, yeah. Yeah, so. that was, and we actually had Morla, the voice actor for Eris, on just a bit after that, and she was actually a really cool person to talk to. She was, yeah, that was a cool, yeah, that was awesome. Awesome. I also heard the activities were or looked good or were enjoyable. I don't know, maybe for a while, or yeah, I don't know they if people had, burned they out had a, again. Yeah. They were pretty good, like depending on what you did. I mean, I think the coil is decent they were too, but I think comparatively good. Yeah, they were they were pretty good. Um, there were some good puzzles in there. Like people went pretty deep on figuring those out too. So it was they had a decent amount of multiple like nodes at the helm directory more than kind of some of the other seasons. They gave you some good stuff to do. It was a decent. It was a decent season, and the story was. Kind of cool. Like, did it affect the grand scope of things? Not yet. We don't know at least what it'll do, but it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so Moments of Triumph, knock that stuff out, get your Heather Gray t-shirt. I like the dragon logo on it, but yeah, we'll see if I pick that one up. And then, so we have Titan is going to be the good wizard, and then Hunter and Warlock are going to be the evil wizard. The Hunters were 64% evil. Warlocks were torn 54% evil. You were close. I feel uh, bad about Titans that. Titans went 65% good. Oh. At least it was a struggle. So some Warlocks Titans, proper sex. Titans finally got the best outcome. I was like, I think I like, I like the Titan one Not when I saw it. I was like, the yeah, other one was it. good, but the Titan one's kind of clean. Clean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think Titans finally have the drip over Hunters and Warlocks. Yeah. You guys I have, have enough. We needed one. You guys have won a decent amount of those uh, Halloween ones. Uh, shout out to Brianna. She raided us a little while ago on Twitch over there. So she oh, was uh, sharing the community and stuff like that. Oh, so, salute, salute. You know, had her on the week are we, before. Are we on Brianna's Twitch awesome. and here? Yeah, I do Twitch and both? YouTube. Yeah, I do them both at the same time. A little multi-stream. I've been yep. missing half of the comments. Yeah. All this time. Um, so here's a question for you two, just to kind of wrap this thing up. Do either of you have an interest in checking out Marathon? That's one that's more like, uh, is it closer to like Escape from Tarkov or something like that? We have right? at least an extraction shooter. Maybe. I mean, at least sounds like it'd be less grindy, but and it has elements of like, you know, it's not just a pure, like if you're not the best first person shooter, you have old man hands like me, maybe you can outthink people and chuckle at, you know, young, dumb, young, dumb kids who uh, make bad decisions and bad strategic decisions, because otherwise, if it's a straight shootout, I'm just going to lose every time, you know, my brand, so. <laughs> young kids so. who make bad decisions, my brand. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. It could be fun, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm I still got like two or three Baldur's Gate three playthroughs I'm waddling through. So yeah, and I actually waddling. Yeah, I hopped back into Elden Ring too again. You know, there's Ooh. that DLC that's gonna. Oh man, that's such a good oh. game. I forgot how good that it was. DLC but um, it's gonna be. Yeah, I swear it's gonna be massive whenever it drops. It's going to be awesome. I, I think they're delaying it so much because it is going to be very substantial. I mean, I, I think Dark Souls 3's uh, first DLC wasn't that. It was fun. Sister Frida fight was amazing, but it wasn't very big compared to the final one. But I get the impression this one's just going to be, I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to overhype myself, but it's going to be huge, I think. Elden was amazing. 
DJ, what about yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, I played quite a bit of Tarkov during the pandemic just because it was one of those games that like really blew up. I had some friends who were really into it. I had a good time with it. There's, I feel like there's been like a pretty big resurgence of these like hyper realistic shooter games like Hell Let Loose also just going on Game Pass a little while ago. That game kind of gives me that same vibe, right? Like super realistic, a lot of mechanics of the game. If it's similar to Tarkov, I'll probably give it a shot. I, I think I'll play it. I, I find that game fun. I know Dr. Disrespect also is working on his own kind of version of an extraction shooter too, right? So it seems like it's kind of the new wave right now. There's a lot of them coming out on the horizon. Well, yeah. that's about all I've got. Um, mm-hmm. Good to hear from you guys. Sorry we lost you in the world of Destiny, but from what you have said, we understand it too. I mean, I, over the course of the past year, I mean, I streamed some little bit of variety here. Then I started covering other games last year. So I have my my time in seasons. If you go look at my Destiny heat map, if you ever want to see how much you're playing, how much you log in on a day and those types of things, mine's been tapering too. I mean, there's times where I haven't logged in for Especially now we have four months and way too many other games to cover. Kind of one thing as a content creator, it's like I'm going to be playing other stuff pretty frequently. I'll I'll jump in and check out the other things. What, April, we're supposed to get the Into the Light? No idea what that is yet. Yeah, we don't know what that no is. No clue. So whenever that comes around, that'll be something. But yeah, these wishes will be short-lived little Tuesday ventures. And that's... Yeah. Um, but again, chat, you guys have been amazing. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us again. Always good to check in and see what Travis's buddies are up to. If you got any inside scoop, good, good nuggets of information about Travis. So we can have some ammo. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah get please all share those I with can't us wait. in the DMs. I can't we, wait. we appreciate those. I, those hate, are I hate to break it to you guys, but uh, I just met both of these sons of bitches last year. So love it. Sorry. I, yeah. We probably don't have the deepest nuggets, but uh, you know, if we think oh, of things, sure. He also tells on himself all the time. Right. So yeah, yeah. he's I'm straight. my own worst enemy. Yeah. yeah I'm on my yeah. own worst enemy there. Yeah. We'll extract data. <laughs> uh, but chat, everybody, this Good has been amazing. Notes. Quick outros. If you guys want to let people know where to find you, or if you're not really caring about, you say what, say whatever you want. We'll start with Brandon. Sure. Uh, I, I'm an attorney. I do California constitutional law things. Uh, I work with public agencies well, now, so mostly cities and counties. You, but that's another day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm working on affordable housing, which is an impossible, you know, eternally impossible solution in California, but Ooh. very stoked about that. Um, you can find me at my Twitter handle that I think is provided at BV Strack. Um, and that's about it. I mean, if you care about um, state constitutions, which you should, but um, that's mm-hmm. probably not something that <laughs> occupies most of your minds, uh, then you probably would read something I've written at some point. I other than that, um, yeah, I do. I mean, look, even if you don't care about the specifics, having two sources of rights to run to, if the federal constitution fails, you go check your state constitution, you might have you know something that protects you or helps you, right? So yeah. um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be cognizant of. And all the fancy, you know, most uh, prestigious uh, scholars are doing federal constitution stuff. So I snaked into the the, the less prestigious state constitution because I don't want to say nobody, but very few people write about it. So uh, by default, I, I get to become an expert. So, but nice. yeah, that's that's basically my shtick or, or thing. And I'm I'm not hard to find. You can probably Google me and find me all over. So. Nice. Um, but why you would want to, I don't know. So but <laughs> up, to, up to you, the viewer. So <laughs> yeah, put the Twitters, put the Twitters in the chat, man. Let them learn. Let them learn. Let the boy watch. Exactly. <laughs> he needs to learn. <laughs> I remember that. Down in my plums. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, down in my plums. Hilarious. All of you guys. But anyway, let the boy watch. DJ. Let the boy watch. Dr. DJ. <laughs> Yes, yes. So uh, you can find me at my handle, Dr. DJ Funk. I actually was a 
Twitch affiliate. Ooh. Still am. I just haven't streamed in a long time. I'm actually planning to get back into it this month, particularly next week. Going to be mostly streaming uh, probably FGC content. So if you want to run Ooh. some sets, okay. feel free. You know, Ooh, some Street Fighter. Right. Probably going to pick Street up some Fighter. Tekken. Yeah, Street let's Fighter, go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Some Street Fighters, some Tekken. Um, definitely going to run some shooters on there too. So if you're interested in some fun, engaging content, want to play some stuff, come check me out. Uh, Dr. DJ Funk, same uh, handle on Twitter as is on Twitch. Yeah. DJ Funk in the building. Do you have enough space on PlayStation for uh, Final Fantasy VII oh, Rebirth on 145 gig? You can you make some room, buddy. Breaking my heart with that, man. I, I think I got to finally install my um, extra SSD. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I never installed it. I have it sitting the there. Nice thing like about this. PlayStation is they're really cheap. Yeah. So. I gotta rip the wings Xbox. off, right? I gotta rip the wings off and do just all this crazy side. stuff. Just to... you have to do one side and one screw. I gotta get a screwdriver. This is this is this. Oh my feels god! Like it, 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 it I feel like I'm in PC repair again. It's it's not good. It's not good. It's terrible. If it's you're gonna make so... a console part of the console market, this is like. How to sell a console okay. one-on-one. On the other it's, side it's of it, though, the fact that they made it that way and they have been so much cheaper for basically the entire life I will of the say, console. I will give them that. I will give them that. For, they're still cheaper. Like so. they, 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 The fact yeah. that they didn't use and a proprietary... All you have to do is, is, is step into the world of PC for your console okay. game. They're both have you bad ever taken, like, like, have you ever replaced now, the, okay. the, the panel? Maybe you wanted to put some color. panels I, I don't it? think you understand the console buyer. The console buyer barely understands The console buyer cards. can put colors on their PlayStation, right? The console buyer sometimes puts colors on there. The so, console, the console and if buyer, they, if they do that, sales, they have one screw. This is East PC sales, I love it. It's not you, hard to do. It is, an, it, is, it is a terrible solution to not having enough uh, memory on your game, or storage on your game. So, okay, well, so when our, they came out... Memory was more expensive. That's why, again, they're all set up that way. Now, why, why are you defending these people for their bad solution? No, this is his PC side. Don't no, let no, this I'm is, going on. Sony yeah. lets you have a, an array of like PCI 4.0 SSDs, and then Xbox did the cards forever, which were way too expensive. For the consumer, so it was actually so a good thing. So they're, bo they're both bad solutions, was what you're telling me. No. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. It sounds like it sounds like one is really not targeted. Okay, if you're going to talk about a console, market, hold on. No, 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 no. If you're going to talk about go. a console gamer and you're going to say, "Hey, here are colorful things that you can put on the outside," that feels mm -hmm. like a console thing that you might do. Mm -hmm. That's nobody you... buys those. They keep making them, so they must. <laughs> I know. Nope. I'm telling you, I actually have data on this. Nobody buys those, and guess why? Because it's work. Console buyers mm. just want to plug in their. Plug and play. Do you know how many people Google how to set up your Xbox, how to set up your PlayStation? The, the SEOs on that have to be yes. crazy. SEO yes. is ridiculous. That's people why you can't guys have someone out. used to work for Xbox. I can tell you, yeah. people can't, can't even crazy. figure out how to put oh, it in. You think people cool. are going to open yeah. up their? Yeah, he he actually still works on uh, for the Microsoft. Okay, well, oh, still working. I was working taking off one panel and one screw was not a big deal. I, saving I the get, consumer a lot of money over the life of this this generation. I get that you're I'm not a console I'm gamer sorry. and don't understand. You no, know, you are an idiot when it comes to marketing to console Stop gamers. You don't, don't do it. I mean, that's not how you sell a console. They're both bad solutions. And by the way, PC also terrible. Also, oh, a terrible you really platform. try to upset him tonight. Okay, all, really bad. Anyway. all three of the platforms are terrible. You well, shouldn't that's just be on Travis being unhappy with everything, so that's fine. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I like my Switch. 
You like, I like, you my like the crappiest of all my of them. Is great. You want to yeah. invisible tag. Switch oh, took five years tonight. to turn on Bluetooth audio. Yeah. They're fired. <laughs> that is all I have to say. <laughs> and, and their games are still better than what you play on PC. <laughs> no. So what does that say? Go ahead and look at Metacritic. Go ahead and look at Metacritic if you don't agree I with don't me. I don't think Baldur's Gate, Sekiro, any of the <laughs> game of the years that have come out recently were on, were on Switch. Really? Breath of the Wild, Ooh. Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, I know those were, but Super there's Mario plenty Odyssey? of games that. Okay, that's three. Wait, was it Baldur's Gate three or Tears of the Kingdom that won? I don't, I don't remember. Tears of the Kingdom oh, won. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see how he threw the bomb and then sipped the and then muted himself. I mean, the answer is he, he Tears of the Kingdom, right? To the situation and muted the Wait, you, got, you guys don't follow the Jeff Keeley Awards, right? You called <laughs> IGN the correct answer. Tears of oh, the Kingdom. Oh man, it's getting messy tonight. Oh, are you saying your IGN is the only platform that that has that matters out there? I'm saying it's the only one I got to vote on. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I didn't vote for Tears of the Kingdom. But, you know, okay, yeah, you got the right argument. answer. Anyway, Dave we, the are, Diver. we are following Dave the Diver's an amazing game. And the Godzilla yes. preview yesterday, as soon as I heard yes. like two notes, I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. Um, I didn't realize they didn't have that on a um, console. I thought it was it was only Switch at the time. For Dave the Diver? Steam and Switch, I think, sounds Dave the Diver was a Steam originally, and then it came to Switch, and now it's coming to PlayStation and Xbox. We'll get it in four or five, four or five, I'm I'm in. or something like four that. Four or five years, yeah. yeah. They'll get it about the same time they get Final Fantasy VII yeah. Remake, which we'll is probably next Xbox generation. 18. Yeah. Xbox 18. Now you've got the, the new. Dave the Diver original version. There you go. You, you finally get your version, just like the the Hawk mood. All right. Well, I'm sorry to our <laughs> guests. Get it when we to... say we get it, Gaijin. Okay. I tried. I tried to outro the show like 15 sorry, minutes ago, sorry, so I am sorry. sorry to our guests. Sorry, I was Thank instigating. It was fun. Put, uh, it was putting fun. up with the ridiculousness that happens frequently. I'm gonna have to edit this podcast thanks to somebody. <laughs> That's where we're gonna wrap the show. Thank you guys for episode number 282. You guys have been amazing. We will see you next week. I have no idea what's going to happen then, but for now, hopefully my channel still exists next week. For everybody who's been here, <laughs> it has Christ. been the last, the last word. word. The last word.